Welcome to episode 205 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast voted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as Brent Casina, a rotating panel of guests, and myself, Ian Levison, discuss whatever comes to mind time after time here on Comic Timing for 15 years. And we somehow only put out 205 episodes, but eh, what are you going to do? Today, we review Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder Presents Justice League, a Zack Snyder production. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levinstein, and welcome to episode 205 of Comic Timing. And we all see each other, and it's weird. (laughs) 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 All right, the the first first Comic Timing recorded via Zoom, uh, Brent Casina in his man cave with the Batman behind him and the artwork and all that jazz. He looks very comfortable in his chair and uh, sipping on some uh, bourbon like, like most of us are. So I, I live a, a good privileged life. Oh yes, thank you enough. Yes, absolutely. You know, for a second, I was listening to the music, and uh, I thought for certain that you were playing the CGS intro. It's been so long since it recorded, <laughs> and you had done the music live. And I was like, wait a minute, what show are we doing here? Jesus. I I mean, to be fair, I've been playing a guitar intro for CGS lately. So like, yeah, they are they are starting to all blend together in my head. Either way, mm. so go go figure. Uh, Jamal Igo returns the uh, the more regular than not guest the last couple of episodes we put out, but we had to have him here for the Snyder Cup because I made him, and that's and that's oh, what matters. I wasn't gonna miss this for the world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, absolutely, our pleasure to have you here, my friend. Absolutely, our pleasure. Raf Suhu with his name behind him because that's the only way that he would ever want it. Yeah, I mean, Raging Ego. I mean, come on. No, no, it's Raging Bullets. Uh, you were Geeks Unite. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, yeah. And remember, there's always time for comics. No, that, 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 that's later. That's later, man. God. Okay. okay. Uniting the world's listeners one hero at a time. Right, close Wrong show. God damn it. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. And uh, Brandon's here as well. Brandon, what's up? Hello there. Ooh, you and your mic are Mr. Fancy. Mr. I Fancy know. Pants. I mean, I, I have a mic. You just can't see it. Yes, yes. It's fine. because raging ego. It's being blocked by your raging ego. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris is on the call as well. Chris, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm the token taco at this sausage party. Woo! <laughs> I mean, someone had to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's my Justice League. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, a very, no. very good point. Other guest, Donovan Morgan Grant. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> if there is a one percent chance that this movie is good, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. Oh, <laughs> oh. No. out the gates with Don't, the snark! Uh, oh, absolutely delightful! Oh my god, I love it so much. Uh, so, so you guys, a couple of days ago, I sat down and I watched a return of some heroes that we hadn't seen before, and they're gathering together to try to. Uh, defend the world and uh, destroy a group of uh, infidels who are trying to take over and set things on a path from the past that they feel is right. So you watch Suicide Squad? Uh, but enough no, about Falcon and Winter Falcon Soldier, and Winter you guys. Soldier. <laughs> Come on, it was great. Yes. It, it, t- today we're going to be talking about, as I said, Zack Snyder presents a Zack Snyder production, Zack Snyder's Justice League, TM, Zack Snyder, All Rights Reserved, Zack Snyder. Catered uh, by Zack Snyder. Catered by Zack and Snyder. And format to preserve his vision. <laughs> a Zack Snyder joint. All right, so we're starting there. Um, 
Yes, please do. So, Mr. Zack Snyder, <laughs> a man who has his style, and you either like that style or you dislike that style. That's fine. True. You know, like, like you, and, and, and I'm saying that off the bat here. Like, I know that there's good people to listen to this that are huge fans of his, and you're allowed to be. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I've said that on every single freaking episode, including the Justice League episode, in which we said that Army Hammer should be Batman. Uh, that Suicide that Squad did not age well. No, that, Zoo- that Suicide <laughs> Squad two was in the pipeline, and that Black Adam was going to be in it. Um, and uh, I think we also said that Joss Whedon should direct a second Justice League movie. So all of, so all of these went really well, and everything's mm. great. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right, I think I said I wanted. <clears throat> Just to see Joss Whedon's Justice League movie, right? Like his own version of it, right? Not cutting I up Zack Snyder's don't stuff. Want to see it actually? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's canceled. It's, so. it's not going to happen anytime soon, and I don't think it ever will. But you know, we're never going to see Zack Snyder's second Justice League either. So go figure. Uh, I mm. think before we go through this long podcast, yes, we should take a poll of who liked the movie and who didn't. Okay, that way at the end we can compare results. <laughs> Because yeah. there's a history on these podcasts of people flip flopping and stabbing people in the back. What do you mean, Brent? I, that, that's that's <laughs> madness. That's complete madness, Brent. What the heck, Brandon? Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, thrown under the bus. All right. Oh you, God. You know and what? Superman's yes. not going to save you because that's not what he does. <laughs> that is a good point. <clears throat> actually so let's just get our genuine thoughts uh, out of the way Jesus. like our general thoughts out of the way on on what we thought of this version of Zach's of Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder Justice League Zack Snyder um and and then we'll go from there Chris why don't you start us off what'd you think well since I have the magic of video here apologies to everyone just listening to the audio I feel about that movie the way I feel about this dumpster fire figure. <laughs> oh. It is adorable. It is attractive. I don't regret buying it, but it is still at its heart a dumpster fire. Mm. Ooh. Okay, that is fair. I I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was ever going to because I I didn't hate Zach, uh, Whedon's Justice League. I thought it was I thought it was a mess, but I didn't hate it and. What I didn't hate about it, a lot of that is here because it's the still same the basic parts. You know, you put them together right. like it, it's a Lego piece that was put together wrong. That's 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 Whedon's Justice League. This is a Lego piece that was put together with way too many pieces. Um, <laughs> and and you know, like they they built the castle and somehow also got pieces from like the Death Star and added yeah. that on too. Um, and somehow made a movie out of it. Um, this movie should not have been four hours. Period. That is Let my me, my I, biggest problem yeah. with it. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but no, I will no. say that if we call this Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah. but this is not the movie that would have been released oh, yeah. had Zack oh, Snyder no, not have stepped out. No. There's no way they would have allowed a four-hour <laughs> slow stravaganza for so. three <laughs> production for that matter. Like, yeah, no, yeah. like, like this is not this is not Mank. Okay, like, like, like you, you, you can't get away with. And mind you, yes, now they're putting out a freaking black and white version of this, which we'll get to later. Um, yeah, I saw that. So, like, they're just gonna go full old school with this shit. But yeah, like, justice yeah, is gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> justice is gray, and I'm looking forward to the red all over cut later. And apparently uh, on Channel Eleven at in like 1976. So <laughs> exactly, chased by natives, chased by rocks. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, General thoughts uh if justice league the joss version was a c minus this is a c plus at best okay 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, which I think, uh, which is about what you gave it when we, because I, I, I re-listened again. I re-listened to our Justice League episode like last night. So like that's around where you were on that on a much worse microphone. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I know, right? Who, who thought? Uh, but like, it, like, I, like the bar was so low for this movie to be better than the other version. Yeah. It, it was easily clear. And there were parts right. that I liked and there were parts I didn't like. Uh, but it's, it's bloated as all hell. It is. <laughs> It is a slog. That yeah. first hour is just ungodly. Then it finds its footing, and then it gets better. Then it just slows down again. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. And then it goes. Ah. Hey, look! I really like the soundtrack of Xena Warrior Princess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about? Can we but talk do about? Do you the- like that's only playing one track from Xena Warrior Princess <laughs> over and over and over? Junkie XL. Enough said. Look, Junkie XL. Mm. <laughs> two words. Yeah. Two words here. Yeah. Icelandic singing. Okay. Mm. Uh, and, 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 five and, minutes. And I two know- more words. Sweater sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> We're also spoiling, you know, the quote unquote end of the movie. But like, of course, this motherfucker had to get hallelujah in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Fucking knew it. Like, it had to happen. Uh, and I was waiting for it the entire version, movie, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jamal, give give your give your initial genu- uh, general thoughts. Okay, so I preface this by saying that unlike a lot of people, I actually hated the Joss Whedon Justice League. Yes, you because, did because mm-hmm. be- because it was such a mess. So, and like Brandon said, the bar was so low for uh, Snyder's version mm-hmm. to be better. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't have any emotions toward it. It's just Ooh. sort of meh. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait a minute! Yeah. Wait a minute! Your thoughts on this were our thoughts on Joss Whedon's Justice League, <laughs> yeah. where we said the words, "It's a movie." Meh. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it sure did happen. I, I sat down and I watched the whole thing, and you know, I'm not unbiased. Anybody who's ever heard me on the podcast or even followed me, no media. Mm. Knows that I am not unbiased when it comes to Zack Snyder. I think he's good at a certain thing, but mm-hmm. he doesn't understand characters or human emotion or <laughs> motivation or, mm-hmm. or fast anything. motion <laughs> or fast motion. So, so I'm watching this and I'm comparing it to the Whedon version. And yes, it's a much more co- coherent visual presentation Mm -hmm. it's not that terribly different than the whedon version and a lot of the jokes that people were complaining about are there are in so within the shooting script you can't blame joss whedon for that yeah so i'm just sort of meh but we want to i know (laughs) it's not a good it's not a good movie No. no but it's not terrible no yeah, it's just so, not. It's just not yeah. the. It's just not the the you know the puzzle put together incorrectly anymore. Now we've seen it put together quote unquote correctly, and now yeah. we can have a, a full opinion on it. That's Absolutely, that's it. But again, yeah. I I agree with the general assessment. There's no fucking way that this should have been four hours. Oh my god! At all. <laughs> oh my god! I was leaning uh, forward uh, because I was waiting for you to say that you liked it, and I was going to do the little Grover thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I know good and goddamn well that was not the case. Oh, I know, I know, I know. All right, Raph. Uh, the 
now th- you and Jamal could have a fight, but we I have had fights over who's a bigger Superman fan because I know yeah. that the two of you are are pretty close. Um, Jamal, Jamal's. I mean, I, I defer to the guy who actually has worked on Superman. That's fair. In some capacity. <laughs> That's perfectly fair. Uh, and as it, opposed to the to the fanboy who has, you know, just been obsessed with Superman for like 34 years or now. Yep. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, just a small point in Jamal's favor. I'm going to throw that out there. Well, you, you got you got exactly 13 minutes of Superman in this movie. That was four hours long. So I'd like I'd like to know what you think about 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 the the, the movie, prefacing it with that and 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 initial thoughts. What do you think? I'll go into the Superman stuff later, obviously, but um, initial thoughts. Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as everyone else. So here's the funny thing: I went into my Facebook memories and I went back to the day that you and I went to see the movie at Alamo. Yeah, because I, I went with the yeah. end the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the <laughs> so like two three hours after the movie, and I went on Facebook and I said. I thought Justice, Jasmine's Justice was okay. Mm-hmm. I really kind of wonder what, what Zack Snyder's would have been like. So yeah. <laughs> all of this is my fault. I'm so sorry. You wished I, it into existence. Yeah. I was the first of us to actually kind of say release the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to intentionally. <laughs> but here we are. And I, I just want to apologize publicly for that. Ye- this is what, uh, this it, is what all my fault. I mean, I, you, you uh, just didn't know that that three quarters of the men on the Internet would, would also right. say that. No, it was a happy coincidence. It's just happened, right? Like, like, like I had the idea. Like, I don't know. No, I'm not going to make a January 6th comparison because that's terrible. No, but no. I, it just happened, right? So, um, what do you call it? Um, so I think if you're a Zack Snyder fan, if you like his aesthetic and his feel, I think it's a really good example of his work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what he does, what he does, quote unquote, best. It's all subjective, right? What he right. does well that people like like him for, mm-hmm. really good. Really, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, to my personal taste, it's better than the Weeding Cup because it makes more Because I understand what Zach's trying to do. Yeah. I understand the story that he's trying to tell. Right. He just can't do it at all. Yeah. He doesn't know how to do it. So he just, it. he's kind of, I'm going to make the comparison later, but he kind of reminds, he's kind of like of a certain breed, like him and J.J. Uh, Abrams. I think of a lot of similarities, mm. and I'll get into would, that later. I would, I would throw Michael Bay in that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah no, yeah, no, literally in my true. notes. Well, yeah. Literally obvious. in my notes, it says J.J. Abrams, McGee, and uh, oh, yeah, Michael absolutely. Bay. <laughs> Those three and Zack Snyder are so comparable. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. So, no. um, I I enjoyed it. I I really uh, didn't I didn't really care anymore. I'm so exhausted about talking about it. Sure, but uh, <laughs> and, and we're never talking about it again after this. No, of course not. Yeah. Um, but um, restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> I I um, I res- I like I've gotten to the point where like I get people aren't gonna agree with me mm-hmm. on like not everyone's gonna agree with me on Superman yeah and that my choices are very personal but if I take all that out I mean it was it was fine yeah I if I if I liked if I if I had liked the movies before I would have liked this one right mm-hmm. like it's consistent it's right. it's actually arguably my favorite of the three I think yeah and it, it actually kind of <laughs> is mine too to be weirdly shocked i hurt brent no what did i do to brent (laughs) no i'm I'm sorry brent i'm sorry man of steel friend is that not how you feel (laughs) i mean okay okay man of steel and justice league are they're both in the same boat for me like maybe one's a tick above the other but bvs is all the way down (laughs) yeah Yeah. i have to say this yeah uh the snyder cut made bvs worse to me 
Whoa. Well, the theatrical <laughs> cut or both of them? Because I think it makes the theatrical cut even yeah, worse. The, yeah, the theatrical I, cut 100% is worse because, I like— I think it, well, if you take the, the Ultimate Edition, there's—it I understand what he's trying to do even more, even if I don't necessarily love it. I, I get it. Like, I understand him. Whereas I feel B, like, with BVS, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I feel like, I, yeah, I watched the BVS Ultimate Edition before this. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, is that, I mean, talking about the actual Snyder Cut and not just our general feelings, but yeah. that a lot of it is rests on Batman. Like, he's such, I think somebody said he's such a simp for Superman. <laughs> oh, God. Which kind of comes out of nowhere <laughs> after watching BVS. BVS, he just hates the dude. You know, we have the Martha scene, and it doesn't resonate emotionally for me like if EVS right. was a different movie the Snyder Cut would have resonated with me more I'd be like oh man he just wants his boyfriend back but <laughs> Bat- Batman watched Superman die so beautifully and for so long in BVS oh. that he fell in love with him during that moment as his life was snuffed out because it was all Batman's fault once that wave of, uh, of grief hit him, he was like, I love him so much. <laughs> I want to touch his hair. And, 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 I, and, and, and I'll say, too, and I mean, we'll get there, but like the actual idea for resurrection of Superman still comes so out of left field in this movie. Because oh, like, no, it's even worse because yeah. there's no discussion beforehand. Yes. They just decide that they're going to do it, and that's it. We're just going to bring them back. We're yeah. still in general thoughts. I, I know, I know, I know. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm good, we're good. Going down the Zoom hole here, Donovan, uh, your, 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 your genuine thoughts, your general thoughts. I keep saying genuine. My general thoughts, genuinely. Yes, um, there you go. I think Jamal got my, my, my thought process precisely that, like, it was all right, the Snyder Cut. Um, I, I'm a little surprised because, like, uh, between when I saw it on Thursday and now just Monday, there's just been a, there's been a ton of standing for this movie online. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I know how I felt about it. But honestly, I, I don't think it was a bad movie, but I can't say it's a good movie. Yeah. There's just, it, there's, there, I mean, there are people that, like, are outside of the Snyder Bro sphere. There are like honest, good people that I respect that I know are intelligent that are like, you know, that were really into the movie after they saw it and they give it an A and stuff. And I can't give a movie an A with this much slow motion. Um, <laughs> and, of co- and of course, there's a lot of like, you know, the indulgent, like like the, the slow motion, the, the egregious background noise, a lot of that stuff. The first two hours pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I was really hating it. I, I, I was like, it was it was so Snydery, it was cheesy. Okay, Once the um the team starts coming together, it does get easier to watch. Like once you see more Flash and Cyborg, it does become Snyder's Snyderisms can't really maintain the needs of the story of the Justice League coming together. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. And I don't even argue that like the last, the third act in the final battle is pretty good. But overall, it, it comes together. It's like yeah, it's okay. I mean. I wouldn't say like you know that sucked. It didn't you know, it didn't offend my religion like BBS did. But like, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that like you know, I don't even. Oh boy, I can't wait. But like, I mean, people are like people are people are like way over the top, and I don't want to get too much into you know yucking people's yum. But like, I mean, this isn't like better than the Avengers movies. This isn't better than like no. you know. I probably put it on the same level as like the Ant Man films that like it's fine. But like, I wouldn't say 
you this is this is like you know you can't miss this because quite frankly the story of superheroes teaming up together i mean they've done this in the cw several times yeah right. it's not really a novelty anymore and what still- you're left with is snyder's like very very like specific takes on the character <laughs> well i mean like i would argue that this is the, the most easy to digest of the three mm-hmm. um like like Gail Simone was was making a thread about how there was so much hope in this film. And I remember before I saw the film, I was like, "There's no fucking way that's true." But there is. There there there's hope in this film. But like mm-hmm. it comes through a filter of like this sort of this very Anne Rainian power yeah, it's, fantasy. It, it's cynical. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so your it's hope. like, yeah. yeah. I I just I I just need I just find Batman and Superman to be far more compelling characters than these movies uh, uh, offer up. I need. So I, I would I, never I, like I, this movie that much. I need to share. I need to share a an image real quick. Uh, this is what saturation turned all the way up. Okay, <laughs> of of one of the hero shots. You know, because you talk about like everybody getting together, and yes, I, 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 I Yeah, exactly. Like you had to turn the gain up all the way on the brightness to actually get a hero shot in this. Which is why, to me, if you try to say that this movie, you know, has more hope, when it's shot that dark, it's very hard to say that because everything's bathed in darkness. And you know, I, I know that I know that was one of the things that Joss changed with his is that he tried to put a little bit more day scenes in there and mm. stuff like that. But that's not, you know, Snyder's vision, and so be it. And no, Zack Snyder wants Superman to go through his Azrael Abyss phase, right? <laughs> well, I remember after BBS, before Snyder left the movie, he did say, okay, uh, and I don't know if this was like his personal preference for how a Justice film should be, yeah. or Warner Brothers just shaking him, you know, waking him up saying, you can't possibly do it this grim dark again. And because he was saying around Comic-Con before he left the movie, Justice League will be a lighter film. I remember the Comic-Con trailer with all the, the rock music and like the Flash scene was mm-hmm. pretty much untouched with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, this is comparatively a lighter movie than than Man of Steel and BVS. Oh sure, but it's it's and like so like it, that's why I find it you know I'm not that upset, but it's still only it's it's only so good and it's only yeah. so good because I don't know if it's just us or but like I I can't really allow a lot of this sort of like this 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 fidelity towards the idea of like these these heroes as deities like mm. once superman came back and was doing like you no know, the evangelion like christ image thing, <laughs> I, I was i was just like I mean, I mean, God. he's got to be aware of this like, like <laughs> the lack of self-awareness was really was really gnawing at my at my my intelligence yeah and like i i can't wait to get into it further but like it it wasn't bad yeah, it's it gonna burst. Good. It was all right. Okay, here Brent we here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before we let him out, Please. I have to give I have to give him the proper introduction. Okay, Brent Casina. Okay, longtime co-host of this show, the stand for Man of Steel of this show. Okay, mm, that's uh, true. the one the one who liked it easily the most out of all of us. That's very true. Did not mm-hmm. enjoy Batman v Superman. Uh, we we were we were all not fans of it as as yeah was, none of us did as so. as as was shown be. exactly, um and then Justice League you know we were he was just about as mad about it as we were like he thought he thought it was all right he thought it was decent and now here we are three years later Zack Snyder puts out his version his four hour epic and I would love to know Brent Casina's thoughts Brent the floor is yours 
I want to know who duped who here. (laughs) (laughs) Ourselves into demanding this four hour long waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) Or an epic. Or did Zack Snyder dupe us by just not even since he did he dupe us by not even taking a check so he didn't work a day on this thing. He didn't look oh. at the edit. He just put an assembly together and say, yeah, there you go. Finish all the visual effect shots, cut music to it, and we're done. And everybody took him as that's his vision. And he was too busy on Netflix's Army of the Dead to actually sit down with the editor that's credited on this film mm-hmm. and actually chop it down into a film length to so that you could call it a film since they were no longer going to release it as episodic on HBO Max yeah. due to contracts. Yeah. He just went, eh, fuck it. They'll shut up about it now. I can move on with my life. It was personally painful because of the studio, because of what was going on with this family. Uh, I feel duped. Not that I had any hope that this was going to be good. I was just interested in what it would be. But the fact that it is so much the same yeah, and that you could have just taken... Joss Whedon could have easily killed this notion of the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. before the movie even came out. If yeah. he had just taken the dark side scenes and put them in his version and taken the Steppenwolf, uh, you just yeah. added 20 minutes to this movie, taking the Steppenwolf arc and put it in his movie, and that, that C-minus Justice League movie we got in the theaters mm-hmm. would have been a B, a B minus. Yeah. You would have given it a villain, you would have had a villain with an arc, you would have had the overall arching threat, and you would have been just fine. But no, we had to. He had to take all that out. So I blame Joss Whedon for this for making a, a mediocre. <laughs> he could have built something with his changes as well yeah. into something because all his stuff. I, I maybe my disappointment suffers because I watched uh, BVS Ultimate Edition and then I watched the theatrical version on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Wa- I didn't watch. The, I didn't watch the theatrical. I, wa- I watched Ultimate and then I watched Snyder. So I didn't actually watch the the Whedon version again. So oh, I watched the theatrical, you. and then I watched the Zack Snyder thing, and it, like Donovan, I was so fucking bored. Sorry, CGS, we're cursing on comic timing. It's it's fine, so it's fine. There's gonna bored. be there's gonna be a, there's gonna be an explicit. Okay, Uncle Sal exists. Hour, there's uh, there's explicit episodes of CGS. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. First hour, I was bored. Second hour, I was bored. Third hour, I was bored. Fourth hour, I was bored. When we finally got to that shot you just showed of them on top of the the cooling tower, I was yeah. like, all right, this movie's over. Thank God. Yep. And then I pressed down on my little my little tv remote here and it said there you have 30 minutes left (laughs) (laughs) so choke on those minutes i feel so duped the fact fact that he took he did nothing to this film other than to say you know what would would mess with wb more and mess with the fans more let me add this little nightmare scene that nobody asked for that wasn't in the original script and we got jared leto back doing whatever the fuck he was doing which isn't the same as uh suicide squad which i kind of had no problem with other than the tattooed look but then we got to hear him say reach around and stuff and batman fuck you and this just this like uh, don't even uh, no, that scene didn't even away. need to be there so this was just a complete waste of time and then also we'll get into this us. we'll get into this part later right, but, right. but <laughs> well, can, can i can i also fuck you to us was this four by three crop cropped bullshit yeah uh, yeah so 
he shot it the way he wanted to shot it. Joss Whedon in the studio came in and said, no, he can't release this. Nobody's going to watch this like this. Mm-hmm. And I maintain, and I will tell this to Chris Nolan's face if he ever comes across me. I'll say, hey, man, I get the idea with IMAX. It's great in the theater when you're watching it in the big 4 by 3 boob-tube ratio, as you want to call it. But at home, on your phones, everything's widescreen now. So yeah. at least make it widescreen enough right. that it fills up my phone or your computer screen or whatever you're watching it on. And for Zack Snyder to know that this is going to be released on TV screens and release it on TV screens where the only real way you could watch it was on your fucking iPad where it took up the whole screen and you felt like you weren't missing anything is, is just another big F you. Well, yeah. and, and, and OK, now, to be fair. To be perfectly fair, was, even even though even though waste of time, I want this my is my favorite Brent. Even even the, even though this is not a good reason for why it's four three. To be fair, the only thing fair. the only things that <laughs> thank you thank you Jamal. <laughs> uh, the only thing Zack Snyder had done when he exited the film was the IMAX work print, right? So so and that had his quote unquote four hour vision on it, which is why he then decided to work off of that with this because it's what he had and it doesn't mean that somewhere in a can were not 16.9 versions nor that he could have created a 69 version which he could have but he decided for his image for his standards that we had to see the full screen of what was being shown even though it didn't actually add anything to the picture no not not once my no. my whole thing, and I would tell Chris Nolan is is you know yes, and if you're sitting in a real IMAX movie where the screen is that large, that size, and that ratio, yeah, changing it from a widescreen to expanding it taller works beautifully. Yeah, the yeah. same way I would argue that the way that Warner Brothers has done his releases on Blu-rays mm-hmm. is the only way you can watch these things. Like if you buy a digital copy of Dunkirk, you're not going to get it. But Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, Dunkirk, whatever, they went they go from widescreen. If you're watching the video. Picture your super widescreen, and yep. then they just go to 16 by 9 in, in, in that thing. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about the IMAX cameras, which you can make an argument for, is that if you use real IMAX cameras, you yeah. get a super sh- sharp, clean image. Yep. And you can tell if you're watching the Blu-rays of Dark Knight or 4Ks or whatever these things. When it goes full frame on your TV, yeah. it gets super crisp, super clear. There's no film grain. Indeed. Zack Snyder didn't shoot it on IMAX. No. He shot it on film or digital or whatever the hell he did. And they put the film grain on top of it. Yeah. So not only are you not getting the tallness since we're in a pandemic, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. But then you're also not getting the crisp, clear image that the IMAX experience is supposed to give you, which if you go watch Justice League, where he zoomed in on these four by three panels, at least the image is fucking crystal clear. Yeah. 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 So this, this whole thing smells of Zack Snyder just going, all right, here's my assembly cut spend the money on the thing and I'll spend a couple of days on it, uh, proofing it and, and whatever. Like I, there's no part of me that believes he sat down with an editor and said, Oh no, move this here, make this longer, make this shorter. I'm sure there's stuff missing from this or whatever that wasn't shot, mm-hmm. but this, I can also blame the studio for allowing a 400 page script or whatever it is to go through mm-hmm. and get approved. I don't even blame from the him. Beginning. Yeah. Brent, I don't even blame him, honestly. I the, I blame Warner Brothers and I blame AT&T more than anything else because yeah. this whole thing, this whole exercise is just a cynical cash grab. They needed subscribers for mm-hmm. HBO Max. Yep. They knew that they were going to at least get one month out of yeah. these guys. Yeah. And that's 
basically what's going to happen. They're going to people are signed up for the month. They're going to watch it. They're going to leave. Mm-hmm. HBO Max will have recouped the the other seventy million dollars and whatever that they spent. Yeah. To finish the movie, and it's there. It's done. Well, they they made the the decision to do Zack Snyder's Justice League before they made the decision to launch all those movies straight to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And I think that had had it had it been the opposite, you know, had they made the decision due to COVID to launch all those movies to HBO Max first, knowing the fact that they would have, you know, James Gunn's Suicide Squad on there, knowing right. the fact that they would have, you know, Godzilla Kong, you know. Th- that I'm they, that, so excited for that. I know, I know. You're going to watch it like eight times, Raph, I know. Um, yeah. You know, knowing that they were going to have all of these temples, you know, in the Heights, directly mm-hmm. to HBO Max. I, I don't... Combat, Dune. Mortal Kombat, Dune. Matrix 4. Matrix yeah. 4. I do not think we would have Zack Snyder's Justice um, League this right. very moment. I'm, I'm easy. I, 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 I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I think I, I think I think that, you know, timing timing is very important on this. And I also think that the fact that Chris went sepia tone for 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 this Zack Snyder conversation <laughs> just just makes it even more hilarious. Uh, so not do I the just don't understand how you can call this a movie or a film. Movies are films, okay. two hours, two and a half, three. Hold on. You go to this no. four-hour thing where the pace is so slow like Raph's doing right now. No. All right, crawling hold on. along. There's no way you can call this a film, and I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how one could be so bored watching four hours of this yeah. and still think it was good. So all of you guys can I, it was okay still baffle me. Can I go back to our Justice League review? Okay. Which which was in the middle of a Thor Ragnarok review, mind you. We didn't even give it a whole fucking episode. Um, we we didn't. skipped right over it. We skipped right mm-hmm. over it. Oh, I know. I remember mm-hmm. that, yeah. But but I, I I remember saying in that in that very thing that Joss Whedon's Justice League felt more like a television pilot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I wonder what the next episode would be. I found out. I found out because this is literally you, you said that they decided not to make it into, you know, a four a four hour miniseries. This was a four hour miniseries. You know, like like this was one hundred percent, you know, episodic. You can go stop watching this and come back on a Tuesday and watch the rest of it and pick up where you were because that's how clean the cuts are in that instance. And the only thing I could say are clean cuts of this. It, it, are the chapter breaks where you can stop, take a piss, go eat your lunch, come back, sit down, watch another 45 minutes, stop it there, go to bed, wake up the next day, watch 45 minutes, and, and that's it. It's it's an episodic production. It is not a movie. It, the only thing that it was missing was the it's sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia interstitial <laughs> movie. Mm-hmm. That's all that that would have saved it for me, to be honest. <laughs> The gang, the gang goes to Gotham City. Oh no, sorry, that's Curb, but you know, still, yeah, I know. There are there are moments that are that are better. There are scenes that are, of course, better. You know, because yeah. they're the original vision. They haven't been chopped. There's mm-hmm. no there's no missing mustache. Right. You know? Oh my God! Uh, but they're also saying as a whole that this thing is better than a co concise, not cohesive, yeah. a concise two hour film. 
Right. I, I don't know how you arrive at that conclusion. I, I don't. You, you don't really because there are entire sequences. Like I could see why Joss cut that whole like Barry and Iris scene out. Yeah, it doesn't advance it doesn't do the story. No, it does not at all. We and don't even know. She's kind of not even called You're Iris right. like Donovan's you, Donovan. going to. Yeah, he very good even point. Say, they didn't even call her Iris. She could be Michelle. Yeah. This this. Well, also, I, I mean, um, I. I don't know what people were expecting because I'm not necessarily like, oh, it's four hours. Because he always said like there was always like an a four hour cut that needed to be cut down because I mean that was never going to go to print. But like as as it's over as it's kind of like you know presented here, the narrative kind of going to this film was so pro creative rights and Zack Snyder's vision, which I'm I'm so tired of the word vision. I was sick of it when it was during the, the Nolan era, and mm-hmm. I love those movies. But like, um, it was like it was a combination of fanboys getting what they want and Joss Whedon getting double canceled. So it's like <laughs> the narrative. Now, the narrative now is that like Joss Whedon's uh, uh, Avengers, Justice League film, like always like like zero percent sucked, which I never thought was true. No. And that like, it, it's it's like, am I capping? Did, did I just dream up the whole? Do you bleed? You were never a man. Oh my god! It was never real. Uh, I, I'm going to bring you in without breaking you. It's more than you deserve. Did everybody just forget that all happened? Well, there was so much like oh, oh, did oh, people like, forget like, that Batman dropped the boat on people. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped an entire car on people too. Yeah, he dragged a car. Batman replaced his passenger seat with like a heavy arms Gatling gun. Yeah, and then, and then, but and the the the, the instead of like throwing up, everyone was like. That's our Batman, and oh. it, and, and, and and like this. Movie we were not. More than Some of us that. were not. Now, now to be fair, to be fair, I still actually really enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, no way. I okay, <laughs> Dono, give me a minute. Okay, like I, I I like I like parts of his portrayal. Yeah. The problem that I've always had mm-hmm. it started it started with BBS. Yeah. It continued into Suicide Squad actually, yeah. and then it continues into this. Is he looks uncomfortable? Okay, he looks like super padded suit. Yeah, and and yet the super padded suit is still, I think, one of my favorite bat suits that we've seen on screen so far. (laughs) Just, just because the BVS one, the BVS one is fun. I don't understand how you get more hopeful as Batman Mm. and go blacker. That's fair. (laughs) And the whole idea is to have this big shield on your chest as the target because it's armor-plated. I mean, that's an idea we've had in the comics where we don't know if it's the idea in the Snyder Don't we know by now that the shield stands for hope? Like, no matter what the shield is? That's the accepted idea. That's the accepted idea is that aim here because it's super-plated. Yeah. But yet you're going to get a costume where you can't see the big armor plate at all. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're just a vision in black. It's like... I'm gonna shoot anywhere I want because you didn't give me a target. That's what I. So yeah. Stupid. Well, also in, in this in this version specifically, I do like the fact that Batman is more a generally humanistic guy. Like except for the epilogue, he, he, he was fine. But I also thought he was even chummier than he was in Weedian's version. Yeah. Personally, like him, you know. I mean, I like the idea of it, but there were a couple moments where I was like, objectively speaking, this doesn't sound like a Batman. And the the, the biggest example of that. Is at the end when John Jones is like, you know, people, you know, oh, yeah, Dark Side's still coming, oh. get ready. And for some reason, like, who just got done <sighs> gathering the Duchess League for this reason, says, "Okay, see you around, I guess." And like, when would any Batman say that? Yeah, like, like, like he was, he was like 
too much on the other side. And that's why it's like, you know, I lo- I really like his costume. I don't think Ben Affleck is. I was never, like, mad when he was chosen. But, I mean, like, this this bat like, simping is, like, he just looks like a guy half the time to me. Well, he th- just doesn't have that charisma. Things things not, that not I the character. things that I enjoyed. I- yeah. Well, well, hold on. Hold on. Th- th- things that I enjoyed about, about his, his, uh, his, you know, his version of Batman, you know, regardless of the script, regardless of Zack Snyder. I, I I enjoyed his swagger. I think he had you know the Bruce Wayne personality down really well. Even in him, BV, even, him jumping off the helicopter in this yes. movie was good. Yes, that's that's true. And even in BVS, I actually really like one of the few scenes that I really like in BVS is the scene with with the with the Russian. Uh, you know where he goes into the uh, to like the Fight Club, and and you know deals with them that way. Like that was. That was very Bruce, and I like the inter- the interaction between him and Alfred. I think Jeremy Irons, Irons Alfred is fantastic and is continues to be fantastic, you know, in in every iteration of it that I've seen, and I appreciate that that sort of interaction. I I understand that the motherfucker uses guns like every eight seconds, and that ain't that ain't Batman to me. And it ain't ever right. going to be Batman to me. But then again, so many of the movies have fallen into that trope, um, including no one's for that matter. Uh, so it's walking around. That's an yeah. EMP launcher, not a gun. Can, OK, can, that's fair. Can, yes, can I please? Yes, you can. Because Donovan brought it up. Yes, please. Can I please talk about John Jones? How how the CW oh, outdesigned a movie. Wait, hold, hold on. Team? Hold on. Oh. Do you mean the green Martian who was gray? Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Which was worse? Martians the, the worst case in, of acting. There there are a few characters at DC who I stand. Yeah. John Jones is one of them. Yeah. And when I saw that on screen, I I honestly wanted to chuck this glass of whiskey at my computer. No, no, no. Like Martha because Manhunter? That was not Martha, the Martha Manhunter. Mar- Mar- no, no, Mar- Martha, Martha Manhunter. Why would you say that name? Why would you meet somebody and go, some call me Martian Manhunter instead of like, some call Nobody me John Johns? What the you, fuck? Some call some me, call me the so Space Cowboy. Cowboy. I was just going to go there. I was just going to go there. Some call me some the call gangster me. of love. <laughs> some just, call me John Jones. Some call me Tim. Yeah, I know Greetings, Tim the Enchanter. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's a, that's the thing. Again, it was tacked on at the end. Yeah, it didn't make sense other than here. Let's beat the fanboys something. Oh yeah, there's mm-hmm. no way that was always intended. I, no, I no, no, it was never intended. It was never well, intended. Well, if nope. it, if it was intended, it wasn't intended to happen that way. Um, oh, it, it was God. very clear that Zach was given the ability to you know spend a certain amount of money on like three extra scenes and he went ahead and decided you know this is what i'm going to do i'm going to put in martian manhunter because i was probably going to introduce him in justice league part two um i'm going to go with this established actor who's already my friend who people have been theorizing may have been martian manhunter to begin with and they're only theorizing that because he's a black man who sounds like carl lumby carl lumby <laughs> um and uh you know and i'm gonna go ahead and, and film those scenes and make it happen uh, and and I'm going to insert you know Jared Leto in because Jared Leto owes me a favor. Like that's I'm going to throw Joe Manganiello a bone because he never said anything bad about it. And, Ex- and, exactly. And shave his head. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I kind of I kind of dug that look. To be fair, I kind of I kind of dug that look on on Deathstroke. And, and, and if you're gonna Hoda, put him back uh, in the uh, armor, uh, at least clean it up a little. Jesus yeah, I Christ! Know, I, know, I know. He's in all black again. Yeah. Yep. But, but Deathstroke. I I am not a fan of fan service when it comes when it, ta- it essentially pulls you out of the plot. And yeah. and for something that's already four hours to have what is essentially a useless scene thrown in there, nah. I I, I am playing that. I am playing that, and and it, it was it was it was easily my least favorite scenes of the movie were the ones that were thrown in there with Martian Manhunter because again useless. Were, and are we ever going to see him again? Probably not. No, but it also like the whole nightmare scene. I mean, I know we're jumping ahead in review, but the I don't care. The whole the whole nightmare scene is undercuts the scene with Luthor and Deathstroke on the yacht. Like, yeah, like, it's like five yeah. seconds later, Deathstroke's in the future. Yeah, oh. and, 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 he's in the future, and he's teamed up with Bruce Wayne. Like, can we he leave just it? Then <laughs> wanted to kill. And, 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 yeah, yeah, and I was gonna say because we we restored that version of the scene because you know Zack Snyder made a pledge to not use any Joss Whedon scenes whatsoever, even the ones that made sense, mm-hmm. um, because there was not going to be a solo Batman movie anymore. So getting rid of the, you know, Lex Luthor telling Deathstroke who Bruce is to then set up him being in a Ben Affleck Bruce, you know, Batman movie, which is not happening, made sense. Instead, set up a future, you know, Justice League movie with the Injustice League. Okay, fine. Sure. Go ahead and do that. If if you look at the Joss Whedon ta- uh, tag with Deathstroke and Luthor, yeah, it looks the exact same as the Zack Snyder tag here. Yeah, it does. So I'm wondering if it wasn't a new scene mm. or that Joss shot an alternate version. Maybe Joss used an alternate version. Yeah, that that's very possible. Yeah, that that's very possible. I think Deathstroke's lines are the same, but Luthor's is definitely different. Okay. Yeah. But you know they had the they had the same actresses. You know as you know bodyguards and everything so it had to have been filmed at the same time <sighs> yeah open, open mercy oh well, well no, wait well not, how, not, how not mercy not yeah, mercy. yeah not, not mercy yeah, mercy's oh, dead yeah mercy's dead yeah exactly mercy 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 got uh got got jar of peed yeah, yeah. No, 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 like even though wanted. she shouldn't have everybody because... crying about ryan Choi getting axed from the film forgot how the how zack center killed the asian character in bbs i guess yep he was just having fun. Right? Ryan, uh, Ryan Choi, who serves no function other than Mr. Exposition. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh God. Oh God. Oh I mean, God. Part, part of me appreciates like the spirit of fan service. Like, like, like I don't think I think Ryan Choi is, is like perfectly coherent. But like, Martian Manhunter is like again, like, 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 like the the stands of this film are going to say, you know, this is brilliant. He understands DC so much, but objectively, it's like no, he fucking doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But, but like, but it's 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 ridiculous. How, like, 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 against film logic, it was to bring him in, in those two scenes. Like, 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 what did Lois bring up that scene to Mar- the actual Martha? She's like, I never talked to you in your apartment. It would have been better if Ryan Choi was the, not his, not Cyborg's father, but mm-hmm. that if Cyborg's father didn't work at Star Labs and Ryan Choi's character, or, um, if Ryan Choi was the the scientist interacting with the police and mm. all this other stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. Giving him more to do, and maybe you want to throw in the creation of Cyborg in there. That's a little bit of maybe too much or whatever. But yeah. just take the daddy issues out of Cyborg, he becomes a lot more likable. Oh, and if you give Ryan Choi more to do, maybe he didn't have to be excised from the cut. But what he did here, he was just 
you know, Papa Pope's sidekick, mm-hmm. and it didn't say anything of use, and it didn't say anything other than the plot, other than contradict whatever well, you know, the, Papa Pope said. Congratulations, Ryan Tory. You are now a professor of nanotechnology. Yay! Yay. Well, you know, I, I will give. I will give it. I will. I will say that the the one one of the things that is more positive about the Snyder Cut mm-hmm. is the fact that. And I can understand now why, you know, Ray Fisher was so pissed off. Oh, yeah. I I was going to get there. Because so much material got cut out. But a lot of it was unnecessary. Like a a lot lot of it was so boring this time. (laughs) And I will, this isn't Ray Fisher's fault. I want to say it's Junkie XL's fault. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because anytime you had one of these cyborg scenes where he's in his own head and he's wearing his Letterman jacket or whatever, like cyborgs being emotionless half the time or angry, but Junkie XL undercut that first scene of like Papa Pope explaining how your uh, money powers work or whatever with the slowest, most morose music mm-hmm. ever. And every time I saw that scene, I wanted to fall asleep because it was almost a lullaby. And I'm <laughs> like, you couldn't have made this more dramatic or, or this is why I argue that Zack Snyder didn't edit this film at all because you right. would have. Really, you would have edited that down for clarity and maybe put a little bit of tension yeah. or excitement or emotion there. Yep. But instead, it we just got these World loaded scenes the where we <laughs> everything I shot must be uh, on this film. Well, and and, and going and going to that in particular, you know, the everything that was shot has to go into it, um, especially when it comes to to Ray Fisher. Like, yes, I I hundred percent agree with what you what, about what you said, Jamal. That you know. Now I fully understand his pain, you know, that what would have been, you know, 40 minutes was cut down to 10, you know, that like he didn't get any of his backstory. He didn't get we didn't even get to see how he freaking became cyborg in Whedon's cut. You know, that could have easily been kept in. That was actually really good stuff. Um, you know, with with the with the football game and and the car crash and all that jazz like that all could have been there. Right. If they'd made it work. The... No, you could you could have made it work. I mean, those those scenes they still could have been trimmed just a little. Oh, bit. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. but you could have put that at least the creation of Cyborg in there. You didn't need him, you know, looking at the single mother mm-hmm. for fifteen minutes. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he, she. Oh, so with that scene, it's, it's like minutes. He 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 understands what he can do, but I don't know if Cyborg could do that. Um, and he goes out and, and does this very terrible thing to this woman, and he smiles as he saves her life, essentially. And then the next time he sees Wonder Woman, he's like, fuck the world. It's like, you know the world includes that woman and her children, right? Yeah. And it's more, more of Snyder's like nihilism, like like, like bleeding through. It, it's like, okay, this story's not holding up. Oh, no. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Not holding up. I'm sorry you mentioned Wonder Woman. So I'm gonna have to transition for a moment. Yeah, they 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 hit us over the head with that fucking song. Um, hey, it was the only theme Junkie XL had. He didn't write a, a Justice League theme. No, he did not. He didn't Maybe write a Superman why, theme. Yeah. He reused Superman theme, which is fine. He reused Lex Luthor's theme. Yeah. 
but he didn't write he a did. Justice League theme. At least Danny El- did. Danny Elfman do Avengers. Danny Elfman did. Uh, did he do Avengers? No. Thank you. But yeah. there is an Avengers theme, and they reuse mm-hmm. the shit out of it now. Yeah. yeah. There is no, and I didn't like it then, but I love it now. Mm-hmm. But there is no Justice League theme in this movie. No. So what, what theme did well, he have? Wonder Woman. Well, so they every time the Justice League is together, they play that guitar riffy thing. Yeah. So you can consider it the Justice League. No. You got to come up count with it. better than the the Wonder Woman theme to you know really what? make it a theme. You know what? You you yeah, want to? It doesn't count. You want to give me some fucking fan service? Give me a guitar version of. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know, like that, that, that would have completely, yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, because I mean, obviously they cut out, you know, all of Elfman's uh, nods to, you know, Batman and Superman yeah. themes and shit yep. like that, which had no place in the movies to begin with. So I'm perfectly okay with that because that is those, just a certain type of fan service. Yeah. They those were, were actually the reason I liked the Whedon cut actually. Yeah. I know. I think if, <laughs> if Jamal I'm watches a, the theatrical cut, he'll get simultaneously like, a boner Angry? and simultaneously lose it at the same time. <laughs> just like blink out of existence oh my because God. he'll get so excited that the that the Donner Superman theme is there, yep. but then so angry that it's with this version of Superman. I know. Yeah. But Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman. We've seen two Wonder Woman movies at this point. We've seen Wonder Woman and we've seen Wonder Woman 84. This obviously took place, quote-unquote, before the events of Wonder Woman 84, even though they obviously happened in 1984. Um but Wonder Woman straight out incinerated a man. Like he murdered him <laughs> so uh, he, yeah. He, yeah. That was my least she, favorite scene. And honestly, I was, him. She, well, killed she killed everybody. All of them. And she, she, yeah, she killed the cops dead. downstairs. Step, she finished off Steppenwolf. <laughs> well, okay. They're, they're, yeah. oh, whatever, because he's a monster. I don't care about that. Well, but, Steppenwolf like, is fine. She but, like, busted into that room. <laughs> Started slapping guys. They were moving at full force when they hit those walls. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't the blood splatter from the I, back of their head. And like, when he hit that column. Well, no, no, there wasn't any well, blood no, left, Brent. There wasn't any blood <laughs> left. No, this is so, before she ching chinged everybody. Okay, <laughs> that was the big problem. She for Wakanda'd. Me. Yeah. Well, here's like, well, also, uh, uh, not to steal Jamal's thunder, but like I, that scene leaked online. And I saw it with like like the less and best quality. So I was like, it's kind of cartoony how she's like flipping guys upside down into walls. But I can I can dig it. When I saw the movie and I saw that like it was like blood splatter everywhere. Yeah. And she blows a guy up. That disgusted me. And no, no, here's no. The thing. Here's the people, part people, that disgusted me. Real, 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 real quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like like people read on Wikipedia and see that she killed Mass World Lord. Yeah. And and suddenly everybody's a Wonder Woman expert saying, oh come on guys. She's always been this way. She's always had a no-kill or or killing code. She's an Amazon. Okay, like, shut up. She is not. And and I know in in the the film language, they show you that there's a 10-second bomb going off. She has no time to to mince around. But the point is, it was clearly done so she could get to that point and show up. She was, like, a badass. Yeah. And I just resent. I just just resent the, 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 the urge to... Cut the middlemen out and show these characters this violent. Mm-hmm. I I really don't like that because it's like there's there's a time and a place for like you know escalating threats, but like honestly at this point, they, what makes them different than cops when they just <laughs> kill with abandon? 
I, there's no, I, there's never any excuse for that. And the fact that they're doing it, and then she turns around and smiles at, at like a London kid. Mm-hmm. It's Hello, like, princess. This is, this is thank you. This you is okay? so cynical. That superheroes wait until you wave an actual gun in their face before they kill you. That's how they're different. I, 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 I actually, I want to get Chris's opinion because yes. he is a token taco on the call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, uh, but go. also, Chris watched the animated Wonder Woman with me, the one that Gail Simone wrote. Um, yeah. where, you know, there was, where you know, she kills be- people. Yeah. Where she kills people and she beheads people. And then a very similar scene, you know, with the, with the girl with the ice cream, uh, you know, the, the girl is like, you know, I want to be just like you. And we had a very similar situation here. And yet somehow more tame than what we got in this fucking movie. <laughs> I don't remember her. Like, I know that she kills people in that movie. But I don't remember her like doing it to the same level. Beheaded. Donovan, Donovan. If, if you want a peaceful Wonder Woman, this cover yeah. is misleading. Go read Wonder Woman, <laughs> Earth 1, Volume 3 or 2, 1. Read, you have to read them all because you can't make sense of this if you don't read the other she ones. She should be yeah. about like, 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 like a modern This is the weird Mo- Morrison original Wonder Woman that's all about loving submission and domination and stuff. BDSM. So, so you mean like the original about. Wonder Woman? like, like the, the original Wonder Woman. Exactly. That's what this is. Yeah. If you want that, go read that. But yeah. Zack Snyder's not into BDSM so uh, he's going to have her kill people. I don't know. Chris, go ahead. Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I mean, just in a general feel of Wonder Woman, like everyone has a different take on her, just like with Batman or Superman. Um, I've never felt, though, that Wonder Woman was explicitly like, don't kill or kill. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've ever seen her kill someone, it's like kind of just neutral. Like it's emotionless like there isn't she doesn't feel bad about it but she doesn't revel in it either so like you say when she's blowing people up and then smiling at you know the camera smiling at the kids and it's just like what what is going on here (laughs) is this real life (laughs) like she if she kills someone it just it should not be something we comment on like when in these movies batman or superman kills it should pop out at us but wonder woman like there should be no weight to it no it was was a weird scene i was when you guys were singing the theme i would just be like all right wonder woman was in this movie can i piggyback on this film yeah 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 go ahead brandon all right so my biggest concern with the last film was that tonal tonal whiplash right yeah right like you go from you know serious to jokey this that scene with Wonder Woman is like the textbook definition for me of what tonal whiplash is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah, and, definitely. And like, like it's I have a, I have a list of flowers and I have a list of thorns for this movie, and the scene that scene up until she goes murderous, you yeah. know, is on is on my list of flowers. But yeah. After that scene, when she kills the guy and then she turns around and smiles, you can be anything you want to be, and I'm like I'm like. Wh- Wow. Okay. And even a badass soldier who can fly planes in the military. That's yeah. what you can be. You can and drop like, bombs on motherfuckers in these United States. And, I, and I'm like, well, what's the message here, though? Well, what's the message of that scene? And I'm like, I, I get it that she's a warrior and I, that she is, you know, that's the whole conceit. The whole conceit of Wonder Woman is that, you know, along with uh, William Walter Morrison's idea of bond and submission is that, you know, mm-hmm. you, peach lo- you preach love but practice, but practice war, right? But in this film, it where everyone is just so bleak, it, it yeah. just doesn't add anything to that scene. Do you want to know what the message was, Brandon? Zack Snyder had full creative control. 
that, that, that's what that's, that's what the message was. Because, because Wonder message. Woman yeah. in the Amazons in this movie, I think, got the best plus up. Oh, no people yeah. saying oh, yeah. cyborg. Yes. Yes. I found his scenes to be totally boring. But the, in terms of from the theatrical version, yes. for me, Wonder Woman in the Amazons were two plus ups. The, the, I, I like this version of the scene better, where Wonder Woman kills that guy. Mm-hmm. As, as fun as it is to make fun of it, I liked it better. <laughs> yeah, I think it flowed better. It, her power showed more. I think mm-hmm. in the Amazon scene, all the stuff that was added left in there, like yeah. you know the sacrifice of it. And I thought really, just the one shot. I, maybe this was in reaction to the critiques of oh, look at Patty's Wonder Woman, and they're covered in Zack Snyder's Wonder Woman are in midriff bearing bras and skirts or whatever and it's like okay but he threw in that one shot of the one amazon across the island to be like what's going on and she's like dressed normally as a greek person in the ancient times or something right. but I was, I was like i don't know if that was on purpose to be like i, See, I, I, can yeah. be feminist too. I, I, I was I, I was good with the it longer the was, longer length of that amazon scene made me like wash all that critique away because those women were so powerful and formidable Mm-hmm. That I forgot oh. all about that stuff from the past three years. Yeah, yeah it was too I, long, I, I but was, I did like it. I was good with it until they, you know, lit the torch of Gondor. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, God. that that that's one of yeah. the scenes that could have been sh- and cut down. Yes, and I, I mean, as a as a aer- aeronautics uh, engineer and having taken a lot of physics, the arc that she pulled that arrow back on, much less just. As small as that bow was, yeah. just in a little bit. Nah. Would, I was like, give this girl a ballista and aim it up. <laughs> and you might have the power in the arc to get this arrow over here. Well, because just releasing it's not going to, that's just kinetic potential energy of that much. Right. She didn't push that arrow, she just released it. So I was like, <laughs> If you're an Amazon with godlike power, I would have imagined you chuck a javelin. That I may have believed more, but since we're kind of heading there, gents, um, the biggest change, <laughs> the, the the biggest change from the Joss Whedon cut to the Zack Snyder cut is the reinclusion of Darkseid and his okay. entire arc, um, where for the most part he's a mindless Hulk and occasionally has lines, but we also get Desaad, uh, and and we also get uh, uh, I'm blanking on his other name uh, the. Uh, the other granny goodness. That, yeah, granny, granny goodness. Thank you. Yeah, granny goodness is there. Um, that was not granny goodness. I mean, it, it was, was supposed a to be woman as tall as dark side, holding goodness. a staff. Yeah, looked like granny goodness. No, was not granny goodness. Until the cast, until the Swinton is granny goodness. <laughs> I, I will say, I actually don't mind this design for dark side. I, I think that it's it's reminiscent of the final crisis. Uh, you know, dark side, which I I I don't mind. I think well, that it had their later on the film. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't know. It like, looks like a cutscene from God of War. It so kind of does. From ancient times. Yeah, I don't love this. CG. They didn't wear shirts way back then. The special effects could have been way better. That much I'll definitely give you there. That 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 yeah. you know we could have got a better rendered version of it. But I think the actual design of Dark Side ain't that bad. Um, mm. It just needed more yeah. polish. Mm. I, I, I'm gonna I, go. I, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, yeah, like Ralph saying, he's not crazy about the effects in general. I think this is a problem with a lot of modern movies and TV shows, not just Zack Snyder, not just Justice League, yeah. where everything is over-designed because you can build in a computer. Right. Nobody actually thinks about 
graphic design, they don't think about how it pops on different screens. They're just like, I can put in more textures, more textures, more <laughs> textures. But that was my problem with Steppenwolf as oh, well. Oh, God. Typophobia. But he was at least rendered well in almost every shot he was in. His here's here's my thing. This is more of a this is more of a, a story design. This is more of a story issue. Personally, as being a guy who knows the New Gods and is a fan of Kirby's New Gods, mm-hmm. why Steppenwolf? <laughs> yeah, why, I know. I've always why not that. Calabac? Thank you. It Calabac would be perfect. It would have made more sense if it was Calabac. I mean, because the if, man. You didn't, uh, if you didn't <laughs> want if, if you didn't want to kill Calabac at the end of the story, I can understand why you would use Steppenwolf. But Calabac, from a story standpoint, makes more sense. Yeah, Calabac's entire arc in the original Forever People is him constantly trying to win Darkseid's favor over Orion. Also, so, you get Michael Dorn to voice him again. Oh, that would have been awesome. I mean, why, 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 why the hell not? Genuine, here's an honest question I have. Like, like how much, how, to whatever extent we can criticize, like, the inclusion of Darkseid and, like, how the fourth world characters depict in this, how much of that is honestly kneecapped by Thanos and the MCU? Oh, completely kneecapped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. We, we can't really blame Snyder for that. No, yeah. it, that was a timing issue more than anything else. But I think they would get they would have gotten comparisons no matter what. Even outside of movies, yeah, they've always been compared to each other. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm, but Darkseid's so much cooler than Thanos, but like Thanos is like you know big meme daddy right now that like he never had a chance. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I, I mean, Marvel's beating them to the punch with the Eternals movie that's supposed to come out. Mm, it's already right. shot yeah. and in the can. That's true. So oh, they're, yeah. that's beating this New Gods movie to the punch. Which, as much as I liked Mister Miracle. Now that I've read even more Tom King stuff, yeah. I'm scared that that guy can write, <laughs> and that he's hired on the new gods. Much less as much as I liked um, Selma, and mm-hmm. I liked the Thirteen Doc from Ava DuVernay. Mm-hmm. Didn't really enjoy all that much of the Central Park Five miniseries. Right. Uh, definitely Rick did not enjoy time. the the Oprah movie she directed. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, questionable on her. Like, uh, where I, do these people's talents lie? I don't know that they're up here. They're maybe in the middle. I don't. Know. I liked. I liked about three quarters of the Central Park Five movie uh, uh, miniseries. I think the last episode kind of dragged a little bit. Quite frankly, yeah, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. I, yeah. I'm too close to that. Stuff. No, no, that, that's. I, fair. I, I, I was here when all that stuff was going down. Oh yeah. So yep. Yeah, I, I was yeah, too we, young to really like remember a I lot mean, of it. So I was here. I, I was in diapers, but I, I was <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, with, yeah, I was attendance. Yeah, Ava, Ava Duvernay. I wouldn't judge her on when they see us, which is the name of the Central Park Five thing, guys. Yes, uh, thank you. Sorry, but it'd be more fair, I think, to look at a wrinkle in time, which I will admit I didn't really like that much. Ooh, like, yeah, that I was know, bad. That was but bad. Visual, visually, it was really well done. Oh, it was beautiful. I know it was important because of representation, but it just like did things with the story where I was like, what, what did you, did you read the book? I, I love it. <laughs> did you read the book? Oh my God. I, I'm going to share something real quick here. Uh, sorry. Since we're talking Steppenwolf. Um, so this is the original. No, sorry. This is the second. Th- this is the Joss Whedon version of Steppenwolf. Technically, <laughs> Steppenwolf first appeared in that BVS leaked scene. Remember, we were talking about that in the episode, yes. and then it, it premiered in the Ultimate Edition before it, we yep. saw this. Exactly. Guy. But people who have still haven't seen the Ultimate Cut don't know that existed because they went to the movie theater. You know, like, like yes, it technically existed. The design existed, but it exists in a version that's only really been released digitally. 
So like, yeah, also we don't talk about the pre-Josh Brolin Thanos anyway. So oh, that's we, true. Yeah, yeah, you know, like very good point. He, now, he looked cool with his blue eyes, though. This is this is this is the final version. You know, this is oh. the this is the Zack Snyder version. Somebody put a picture of, of the Zack Snyder version of Steppenwolf against Grumpy Cat. And I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, you it's asshole. Sad. You asshole. Now it's all I can see. That's, that's literally why I was just laughing that you guys could hear me. But the minute you transferred to this, I'm just like, oh, look at his widow nose. <laughs> But it's Steppenwolf like by way of like top. Rob Liefeld. Uh, this looks yeah. like a Liefeld design. You're right. Yeah. Like I said before, like tripophobia. Oh my god, well, Jesus! That, and that and was yet, just... I prefer this version. I actually prefer this no, version of Steppenwolf. He looks better. He looks no, better. It, but again, that goes back to the whole logline of this movie. Yeah, it's better, but the hurdle yeah. that you had to jump for it to be better wasn't that high. He I, even has more hmm. to do. But he does have more to do, yes. But uh, if you would cut two of the Desaad scenes, then I would like this shit a lot more because, like, he kept going back to his cutscene. You know, I, I, he, I, he kept going to Desaad one time and then talked to Darkseid. That's it. The save feel, points. They were save yeah. points. They were literal but, save points. And also, I feel like one of those, like one of those Desaad scenes, was repeated. Like word for word verbatim. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he found the first cube, and then we found the second. Second. Cube. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you conquered fifty thousand planets yet? <laughs> oh shit! I thought you made fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I got it. I swear. I swear. My <laughs> buddy's holding it for me. I'll have it for you next week. I promise. Just give me more time. I wonder if this original, the Justice League version of Steppenwolf with the red horns and stuff, was yeah. like a version that they had in the art wall. Probably. In the original one, because they switched to it so fast that there's Funko pops of him. There, he's on t shirts. Like yep. the merchandising yep. part of WB moved on that quick where that yeah. was put together. Whereas, like, if you go back to Ares in the first Wonder Woman, like his build a figure from the Mattel line at that point was the version you saw in. Justice League, where he had the big goat helmet head, right? Um, and then you watch the movie, and he does not appear as that at all. And you're going, "Wait, the toy looks like this. Mm-hmm. The movie looks like this." So oh no, I'm, I'm last minute. I'm but, sure the marketing department of Warner Brothers, as soon as as uh, Zach left the set and couldn't finish the film, was just like, "Okay, let's go in. How yep. toy? How toyetic can we make this fucking thing?" Oh, oh yeah, God. definitely. <laughs> Booyah! Booyah! We actually figures to sell. Yeah. And as someone who worked in a toy store when the movie came out, <laughs> none of them sold. None. So, so like, well, it didn't say Justice League on it. it said Mattel, DC Multiverse on it. Yeah, Multiverse no, no, was, there were there, there were Justice were, League yeah. figures. There, no, there were, oh, they, they were the, the, the smaller JL, ones. Yeah, yeah the, the JL figures. Yeah, I, I want to mm. try to be as humanly positive as possible with this, while also pointing out the negative. So, I actually want to know, like. Point to a positive that you feel was better than Whedon's version. Um, the Flash. The Flash. Thank you. Um, I still think that they would have been better off not calling him Barry. Um, he's not Barry Allen. Oh, no. He's, he's, not, he's not. But He's not Wally West either. No, he's not. You know, like, they would have been fine. He's Bart. No, no, no. You're right. He's John Fox. Be, John Fox. John Fox. I believe it. <laughs> wow, he's still my brother in this cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking cut. Jesus. 
Oh he's, my god! And he still runs weird. That weird running motion he has. Yeah. He doesn't know how to run. Nobody ever taught him how to run. Look at yeah. the guy! Come on. Yeah. That's true. That's fair. I mean, well, well, wait, but you could hire a movement coach or something. I, I actually, he's one of these guys who's just naturally skinny who doesn't actually have to exercise. Mm-hmm. He just flails about. <laughs> I, I dug, I dug the slow motion <laughs> running to a point. But it got a bit much, um, yeah. And, and I feel like at at that point, Zack Snyder was like, "Wow, Quicksilver was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do the Flash in a movie when the Quicksilver's been like in six movies by now. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, exactly. they had like five seasons of the Flash by then, and now we're on season seven or whatever, like mm, almost right. final season. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm still happy for the inclusion of that. You know, one scene in in you know the Flash TV show where the two of them meet. Like that actually was really freaking awesome. But oh yeah, that was that was just ill. That was awesome. Yeah, no. it's just at the same time, I. The one flash thing that really worked in this movie was when he turned back time, you know, like like when he actually, right. you know, like 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 reversed time and, and saved everybody that way. Like that was a really sweet visual that I'm glad that they that they that they you know reinserted in. Um because I, I think, think they should have saved really it well. though. They used it twice. They yeah. used it one too many times. They should have saved it for the end instead of doing it with the like him with mm-hmm. the them dropping the cube into the goo scene, like him reversing it then, I think is fine or save it for the end. But like to do both, I guess you set up the idea that he's yeah. done it it's before. Just, it's yeah. Right. But yeah. it just made this flash seem incompetent yeah. and he couldn't get there fast enough still, even though he's right. he turned like, back time, he still missed his cue and couldn't get there fast enough. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, he, was injured, wasn't he his no, Barry was just... Allen was way better when he wasn't joking, which was like zero parts in this movie. <laughs> Like the few times where he didn't have a jokey line, I was like, okay, I could get behind this Barry Allen, but like, please don't let Ezra Miller be himself on screen. Let him be an actor and make him act. I, well, I, I can be himself I, when he's being the jokey person. I that's honestly, not Barry. I honestly appreciate that they didn't include the scene because in the in the uh, in the in the Justice League version. I love I love that we started calling that, that. the Justice League version. So now the official where he comes, where he comes yeah, right. to the, the where he show he, they take him to the Batcave for the first time, and he's just like running around and like sits in the Batmobile. And I'm glad that that wasn't in there because that yeah. was one of the most annoying scenes in that version. Absolutely, he's still a jazz um, brunch there. brunch. Yeah, oh, the brunch. Line. Yes, yeah. Glad it's gone. Glad that line's gone. I was just trying way too hard. That mm-hmm. really yeah. was, yeah. But 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 you know the stuff that they did actually include for him, um, and also that he didn't land on Wonder Woman's boobs. You know uh, that was. Oh, yeah. I missed that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. I didn't even notice it the first time I watched that. That should have been a sign, actually, of of who Joss was, really. Yeah. 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 And the fact that it was in both that and Age of Ultron. Oh, shit. There were earlier signs. Oh, I forgot about that. I I didn't even think about that until just now, Donovan. Is it Black Widow and who else? Uh, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Got it. You know, I want to be all like, we told y'all. We worked with <laughs> years ago. I mean, you should have known something was up when uh, Charisma Carpenter was fired from Angel. Like, it was like, this is weird. Something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that was like 20 okay. years ago now. It. 
The whole concept of dollhouse never clued anybody in, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that was a red flag. That was a red flag. Oh, my God. But at least Charisma Carpenter brought receipts this time around. Ray Fisher? Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. yeah I don't see the smoke. I don't see the fire. Charisma worms. Carpenter brought receipts. She's like, here's what happened. Here's what this motherfucker did. Here's what was said. Here's how it impacted my career. And Ray Fisher's also, like, Ray, he Ray was Fisher's, mean to me. Ray Fisher's also like, they wanted to make sure that, that they, they show the eye of the penis. And, and like, uh, Vision actor said the same thing. Um, <laughs> that, like, Paul Bettany said that? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Bettany said that, like, they wanted people to know that, like, Vision had a dick and Ray Fisher said that they wanted people to know that Cyborg had it. Look at Ian. <laughs> what he the didn't have hell? A, there were scenes where his body ends like right here. He's a torso. That's the whole thing. Mm. Okay, so not, you guys have not heard this, but this is legit. Yeah, no, oh, I, why I, would I, I make this up? It's only from a few weeks ago. On a semi-related <laughs> note, on a semi-related <laughs> note, was Cyborg's body as similar to Steppenwolf's in the Whedon version or, or was I just recognizing that now? Well, no, that's why it was different because there were two. To- that's probably the complaint that they or the okay. note that they got was that they looked too similar mm. in the same shot. Got it. Because okay. they were both w- made of metal that of too many parts and and whatever. Got it. Okay. One was just sharp and the other one was crinkly. Yeah. Okay. Like also, the other aluminum, one had like an Iron a, Man helmet. Yeah, rolled up aluminum foil. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I hate that cyborg design. I really do. It's, it, well, it's really so, weird looking. It's really it's, weird looking. And like the whole that time was where he's trying one, to fly, I'm like, why don't you know how to fly? Just fucking fly. Like, well, why do I gotta watch you figure it out? That, that was the it's one in your brain. Honestly, that was the one thing in the Justice version that I liked was at the end of the movie, he actually smooths out and looks yes. more like mm-hmm. the comic book version of Cyborg. Yeah. That well that leads into one of my least favorite things about this movie. Okay. Go ahead. The death of Papa Pope. Yes. Yes. Useless. To put to put the like the register on on the uh, uh. Y- you know on the mother box like it just seemed like it was and it's really weird for me to say these words for a four hour movie that shit was rushed mm-hmm. like it yeah, just like, so them uh, trying to do a uh, 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 podcast you know but the, like, the idea that like death is a sacrifice and it's noble which is a moron's view. Is like a theme with his movies. That is like, like you know, like, this, this is a good death in, yeah. in three hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know the way that the way that Rorschach goes out, which is like slightly different than it is in the yeah. comic book. And then like you know with Pa Kent, and like you know the whole Capitol building blowing up in BBS. And then like like, like this this is clear as day as to what this is. And it's like I'm not gonna say it's gross, but it's just I think it's just kind of juvenile. It is. The, wait, 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 I'm sorry. The Capitol building blowing up in VVS and then barely even mentioned later on in the movie. Yeah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the point of no return with that movie. If you like that movie beyond that point, I'm gonna say you. <laughs> yeah, no, that was one of my biggest. He can cover the wheelchair and no one would have died. Yeah, he literally could have done that, but he was emotionally distraught. And okay, we're just and and and, and, and lead we, we and lead, but also lead. Yeah, yeah. We they don't mention his lead weakness until that moment, yeah. and, and, and that's the ultimate cut too. You don't know that it's the lead, it's covered in lead in, in yeah. the actual version. But exactly. Course, that's you know that's five years ago. Right. And he can't hear it, oh, but he moves <laughs> at super speed. He can hear the he frequency. He can see the flash. He can see the flash going fast. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, 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 wait! Raph, 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 Raph. Raf. Breathe. <laughs> Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. We got, we've exhale. got time. 
Is we've this in the time. Superman oh, no. handbook? We, we've got time because we haven't even gotten to Superman yet. <laughs> no. But oh, oh, all five seconds of see them. See that? God. Most of this is Superman notes. <laughs> because, so, why? What, what, what do you have to say about Superman? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Chris, go ahead. Don't ask him that. No, no Chris, was, Chris first. Since we're talking about nice things, I actually was enjoying the movie before Superman showed up. Mm. Yes, there were parts that were yeah. too long. Yes. All of the ancient lamentation singing. All these long scenes were kind of annoying. I was like mm. tearing at my face, whatever. But I was like, oh, you know what? This is actually like fleshing out the characters. We're yeah. seeing more Flash. We're seeing way more Cyborg. Again, like Cyborg is just a huge leap like in terms of the character Aquaman is better in this version I'd actually say that Aquaman is better in this version than he was in the in the the version Mm. and the thing is so when we get to the point where they're like let's bring back Superman yeah it's rushed because it's just kind of like they don't really talk about it that much and then the movie kind of went downhill for me like I don't think I would have loved it but I was kind of like man this movie was great until Superman until they brought up Superman again I love that was that was the one scene that he cut out was them talking in whatever Nightcrawler, whatever they're in, where they were like, fuck, we need Superman. We got our ass kicked. That was the one scene he cut out of this entire movie. Yeah. Everything else he left. <laughs> All right, Raph, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share an image. We've been waiting for this. We've been leading to this. <gasps> look, and look it, he's not frowning. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and, and most important. Most importantly, Raph, do, do you notice how smoothly shaven he is? For all I your know. podcast look listeners, at, we're look looking at. at the black suit version of Superman when yes. he shows up at Alfred's thing. Yes, indeed. A, oh, a, 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 a suit that should not have been removed in the Whedonverse version, uh, mind you. Like, I think the... Well, matter, no, it was red and blue, and then, like, Snyder color corrected it for this Snyder cut. It was always red and blue, and, but, yeah, like, the, for, when they released that, he made it black. It was well, the studio... Really? The, the, as the story goes, the studio, Warner Brothers, would not allow them to shoot a black-and-white suit. So Snyder said, let me do some tests before everything wow. happened to make sure that I can design a suit so that we can color correct it to, the, to be the way I want to look. So that's why in all the behind the scenes, whatever you see, he's in the red and blue. Really? So his intent, once the Snyder Cut thing happened and uh-huh. they said, eh, do whatever you want. Leave us alone. Just take, <laughs> we'll take all the subscribers. <laughs> he said, I'm going to do the black suit Superman. And that's what he did. I think the mistake was yeah. leaving the black suit on at the coda. Yes. The shirt, the shirt. Yeah. I was like, nope. Well, no, no, and, matter with him. and also. Well, this is also like a, like, like a, a Spider-Man 3 black suit thing because it's not. He's not long oh my God. wielding cable guns like like he did like in the John Bogdanov uh, comic books. Like it's not really the black suit. It's just a, a, it's like a color variant in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Like it's just <laughs> Superman color black, especially I, I the textures. Like, yeah, I still like the original Justice League movie marketing where Batman has the version of this suit with the silver bat on his all black bat suit. That's the Batman suit that I wanted to see. Like, give me a big fucking silver bat to shoot at instead of you, just the all black stuff. You mean like the so sonar suit from Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah from Batman I like Forever? that sonar suit. Yeah. yeah, the inverse of what you're holding up, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Let's inverse. kill Batgirl later. We have a city to save. Yeah, Mr. Freeze version in the Snyderverse. Bring it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think that one of the stupidest moments in this entire film... Was the was the the Iron Man esque choosing of the suit, 
when uh, when he when he goes when he goes oh, into God. when he goes in you could have cut yeah exactly when when he when he you know when he goes into the uh, the area by the, chamber and by the way I am just for the fuck of it sharing Spider Man 3's suit right now for, <laughs> for, for, for you know for comparison's sake like oh, am I wrong no you're not wrong you know, yeah, I see, you are not I see wrong. you Raph I see you Raph I was just about <laughs> to mention I saw Spider Man 3 with Raph and Ian oh yeah and they just walked down Eighth <laughs> Avenue doing the stupid little dance. <laughs> I, I love it. Oh yeah, no, it's it's absolutely one of my favorite moments of life, right there. But uh, but no, like I I I think that in general, having him, you know, quote unquote, choose the suit like that, which was clearly an inserted scene, um, kind of took away from it for me. Like, just I don't I, understand why he does it. I, I don't like, understand why he does it. There's no reason for it anyway, which is why. Guys, guys. Yeah. And the voiceover, too. Pitch black is the symbol of hope. Okay, wait what a minute. What are you guys talking about? So, wait a minute. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. From Before the Big Bang, there was darkness. So that's yeah. where Superman is. He's yeah. pre-Big Bang. Yeah. He's got the Big Bang in the time. Black on the third yes. day. Where is the, See, where's, how, do, how do I get up this call? Where is the leave button? Let's call it. I, 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 have, I haven't had enough ranting from Raph, which is why I feel like this this is like the perfect segue <laughs> to it. Um, so, Mr. Suhu, I know you have tons of notes on this. And Jamal, feel free to cut in when you need to. Okay. It is, it, right. it, it is, it is Superman time. The floor is yours. Okay, so... Um, there's going to be like some like current event stuff in here too, but uh, I've and I've and I've probably made this argument before when we talked about BVS and Man of Steel, but Zack Snyder fundamentally does not comprehend the concept of Superman at all. Absolutely. Oh yeah. If 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 if, if like if like comprehension was behind a wall, like the wall between Zack Snyder and Superman is the thickness of the universe itself always expanding. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He does not get it. The S stands for hope, though. <laughs> See, no, here's the thing. He, he understands, like, the words and the symbolism, but the metaphor escapes him. It's over. It's so even, far over his head. I don't even head. think he understands that much. I think he's had it explained to him. By Jeff Johns it. repeatedly. Right. He uses the words. <laughs> he uses the ideas. He, he presents them. But then he doesn't deliver them. Mm. And I've already made this. I've be, I've said this like a billion times. I'm sick of it. Can you say it again? It's, if Zack Snyder and Superman, like, like if Superman was on like one side of the multiverse, the <laughs> infinite amount of universes would exist between <laughs> him and Zack Snyder. Right? Like they don't, there is no, there is no alternate universe where Zack Snyder understands Superman. That's that's how it's impossible. It's it's scientifically impossible. It it just it just baffles. Anyway, my point is, here's this is the funny thing. I wrote in my notes, and I wrote these right after I watched the movie. I felt like, despite the fact that they felt off, I felt like I actually enjoyed Superman's presence more here than in BVS. And and the last part of Man of Steel. Mm. But even in this movie, he's basically a weapon. Yeah, no, that's it. But Sorry, like, please. but like, he he fills the role in the Justice League that I kind of like. Like, he's the big gun when the rest of the league is like, like the idea that Superman gets held up and then last second he does it in the Joss movie too. And mm. I enjoyed that part. I remember saying I enjoyed that because he comes in, he sort of like holds down the big bad all by himself while the rest figure out a solution. That's sort of a version of Superman that I like 
in the in the like the in the in like the very basic like oh Superman's the most powerful hero this is so cool he's fighting dark side he's fighting this guy he can hold him down while the rest like like my favorite just JLA story ever is the Grant Morrison story where where the angels invade and as Modius and Superman wrestle right. to a stand I love that story mm-hmm. and right before that he freaking holds a moon in orbit while a, while the freaking devil of the DC universe tries to pull it into the earth like I love that stuff and Zack Snyder presents it even though he doesn't understand the meaning of it. And so, like, I get that. But, like, okay, so there's a couple things here because I've really had a lot of time to think about it. I've had seven years to think about this, eight (laughs) years to think about this. So my thing is, let me just look at my notes. Um, The the biggest thing... Painstaking notes. Painstaking notes. (laughs) Literal pain, by the way, because he's he's a big Superman fan. I mean, let, let's 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 actually talk about my emotional journey since Man of Steel, right? Oh no! Oh, man. Isn't that a whole separate podcast? Oh shit! I'm gonna make it real quick. All right, right? don't you have your own podcast to, to do that on? Raf's not anymore. Or not anymore. I t- I deleted the channel because I just wasn't using it. My point, is, like, basically, like, I've come to the point where, like, I really don't care if other people like this version of Superman because it, everyone's allowed to like what they like and take from everything what they will. But like. I just really don't get why people think this is Superman because, first of all, he he spends a lot of time doubting his own mission. And mm. he's had it instilled in him since Pa Kent tells when he tells his dad, should I have let my friends die? And he's and Pa Kent says, maybe <laughs> that is not a, that is not a foundation for a self-assured superhero anywhere. Nope. Anywhere. So I've always had that problem. And it still continues here because he's he's he, like he stalls on the farm and he spends time with his with his fiance and his mom and he doesn't immediately go oh the world needs me there's a problem Steppenwolf's here you know I love you Lois you know it's great that I'm back but the world needs me and you know I I know you and it's, Lois should be like oh you know you always have me to come back to blah 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 and he goes off they do that in Superman and Lois in the first freaking episode and that's why I love it so much mm-hmm. but like. Uh, <laughs> His motivations are so weird. They don't make sense. They they they're built yeah, around they, selfishness. Yeah, the they're ideas built- are there. Like like that. Like when there's that montage in BVS where Superman goes around saving the world and people question whether why he exists. And I I like the idea of that. Right. Like like uh, being introspective. Like like a Superman that's introspective and a world that questions him. Zach set that up perfectly in Man of Steel because again. Superman and and his people destroyed Metropolis, right? Yeah. That's the outside yeah. perspective. Yeah. No one really knows that Superman was fighting. I mean, like they know that Superman kind of fought for them, but they don't really know. Can we, and can, so the, the suspicion is there. And my point, my my point is really like he has this whole arc through these three movies, but it's not earned. He didn't earn anything. Can we focus? He didn't earn can, can the we fo- love and adoration that Batman has for him. Yeah. He didn't earn the trust of humanity that he should be their savior or like their their go-to guy and he doesn't earn this what does he earn out of the resurrection i don't even understand who he is after that resurrection we, we don't on. talk to him Raph, we don't Raph. get to do anything with him can we fo- can we focus on the fact that he gets his personality back by putting on a shirt like like <laughs> I mean, that that's a power. that, that, that's that a- that seems to be like shirt, like like the final like nail in the coffin of him getting his Superman back. Like his, it, it, it didn't sparkle when he put that last button together. I know, it really should have. Yeah, really should've. It, it, it was, was it was no, a bit much. It's a solar powered. It's a it's a shirt infused with all the solar energy that's been absorbed by by the Kryptonian ship, and that's why he at whatever. 
And it's all plaid. <laughs> but, and you mentioned Superman and Lois, which makes it even more glaring because from the pilot episode of Superman and Lois, yeah. in the first four minutes, they tell you everything you need to know about who Superman is, what he stands for, what type of person he is. In four minutes. And they, Zack Snyder couldn't do it in three fucking movies. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. here's my other part about oh, it, and this is going to tie into current quick, events. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, not that Zack Snyder can't do it. He won't do it, though. He doesn't yeah. know how. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't understand he, the character. He has and made this... perfectly clear. Yeah. He has made perfectly clear that even though his S stands for hope, that he doesn't... It really stands for slaughter. Ex- it, well, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it doesn't... It do- He doesn't actually understand the fact that he is people first mm-hmm. more than anything mm-hmm. else. He is people first. What a concept. Someone being selfless. Exactly. That's why he killed Zod, guys. He's people first. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> at, this point, at this point, Brent... At this point, Brent, I can understand that. Yeah. And I'm actually, I won't say I'm okay with it because I'm lying. Oh, I'm, I'm, not not lying. Okay I'm, I'm no. not okay with it. But not I understand close. it. Like, yeah. I understand the reasoning behind what he did. And in the Zack Snyder universe, it makes sense because yeah. that's Zack's thinking. I right. get it. I'm not going to argue against it because who cares? Yeah. So the other point I want to make, and, and this has been a sticking point for me really for a while now, and, and Zack only made it worse with this movie. Is and this, I'm going to tie this into recent events that Our affect me personally. Zach. Yeah, Zach, Zachary, uh, what's his middle name? Zachary Edward Snyder. Um, <laughs> Z Z E S, as I like to call him. As he, he loves it when I call him Z Z E S on on the CGS feed. Yes, I'm going to tie it to very recent events because <laughs> basically the nightmare universe exists because Superman had a bad day. And he mm. took it out on the entire planet. So you had right. a bad the whole plot day. of injustice right there. Yeah. So here's my thing is, well, okay, here, yeah, it, it's a plot of injustice. It's a cool alternate story. It happens in Kingdom Come, and he doesn't do that. He, he retires. Actually, he retires because everyone prefers the guy who killed Joker as opposed to what he does, which is try to bring Joker to justice. My right. point is, though, is Zach, Superman is like this metaphor for immigrants, right? And like, so I actually kind of get what Zach was trying to do in the beginning because it's like, oh, Superman's an immigrant. Yeah. Not everyone trusts him or likes him. Right. That is part of the immigrant. Is, I, that is part of my life experience, even though I was born here. Right? Yeah. And now we come to the, you know, the last week where we had a guy who had a bad day and shot up a bunch of Asians. So sorry to make it so dark and political, but like that reaction is the same reaction Superman has in the Nightmare Universe. Timing is like, timing, yeah. So he also rep- so he represents immigrants, but he also represents an angry white person's reaction too. At the same time, I don't. Mm, so I, uh, go, yeah. ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, you, you said you didn't want to make it dark, bringing up political stuff, but I think it's very hard to look at any of any art recently and not see like a political motivation behind it because right. yeah. I feel like Snyder's worldview. First of all, like. I think we could all agree that like superheroes just got progressively darker starting starting around 86. And mind you, I think Dark Knight Returns and Watchmen are great books, but everyone took the wrong lesson from those. Agreed. They're like, yes. they're absolutely like agree. absolutely being positive that being hopeful, like that's for suckers. And, and I think in the real world, it's definitely like 
the feeling we've had, like, you know, I'm, I'll say I'm a hippie liberal who's always like, oh, I don't want to hurt brown people. I love Arabs. And then, you know, the World Trade Center gets torn down. So I look like an idiot for yeah. that. And that's the worldview that's coming more and more like we're getting split between like the cynicism and the hope. And I mean, I do I have been seeing people push back in recent years. Like I think the good shows like The Good Place or Ted Lasso are basically people being like, fuck you. The world can be a beautiful, wonderful place. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I think Jason Sudeikis should write a Superman movie because that would be amazing. I'd be into it. I'd be into it. Ted Lasso is the Superman that we need. Yeah, no, he is he is basically like a good natured, but he's not perfect. He screws right. up all the time. But I mean, you know, even but not to interrupt, Chris, but okay. the, 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 in that regard, I mean, there's always been sort of like a, a through line of more positive material. I mean, even look at something like My Name is Earl, which is, you know, cynical, but there is a positive streak. You know, it's all about doing the right thing and trying to make amends with people. Right. So there's there are there have been little spots of that. You know, and I agree with you like Ted Lasso. I love Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is such a great show. I can't wait for the the next season. But again, you know, there's the hardest thing about being a Superman fan, especially in the the modern context of you know, what Zack Snyder has done as you constantly and Raph, I think you probably know how this feels. Also, you constantly have to feel like you're defending him against the one image that most people have of the character, which is the Richard Donner film. Hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. And you're constantly being accused of, only referencing that film, which is, you know, let's be honest, it's one of my favorite films of all time. You know, it's the film that got me into comics in the first place. Yeah. But there are, there have been other interpretations of the character over here that I've loved equally as well. There is a gestalt version of Superman as a character that exists. The core of that character, the mm-hmm. altruism, the, the the sense of right and wrong, the wanting to do good for the sake of doing good, yeah, has always been a constant through line. Um, and it sucks. It. it sucks that Superman and Lois is out there right now right. for this movie, for the sake of this movie, because it's been what. Three episodes, four episodes, four episodes, and, four. and, and with, with, within the scope of four episodes, I feel like they get the character of the characters mm-hmm. of, of both Superman and Lois Lane better than they got in three movies here. Hell, um, they got it within one episode of Supergirl, also. Yes, yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent the case. Because yeah, that first episode is really good. Yeah, it really I, was. I, I really like. I didn't think Tyler Hecklin was going to catch me as Superman, but. As soon as I saw, like, that after I watched the episode, it was like, no, he's, he's good. And for yeah. that matter, it's a better super suit. It really is, like, yeah. like, like better than anything we've gotten so far in the movies. Like, it, it's right. it, it's something, like, way more streamlined uh, and, and effective than, than, than what we've gotten. I don't hate the BVS Man of Steel suit. Okay. I don't hate it. It just is, That's you know, fair. like, it, it's not the, like, I I think this the suit I've least liked is actually the Superman Return suit because the burgundy red doesn't yes. do anything yeah. for me. Yeah. 
but but but, defi- know, but definitely the the uh, you know the the DC Rebirth esque suit that right, that, yeah. that, that Hoekland is is wearing right now, I think is actually probably the best of the bunch. It's, yeah, it's good. It's, yeah. it's. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, as someone who, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's gonna make me look terrible, but like as someone whose initial personality was heavily. Like imprinted by the 1978. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I watched that movie 700 times that, in my childhood. That, that, that doesn't how could make, I not be? How could I not be a fundamental part of my personality? I was gonna say, right. man, like, up, right? it doesn't doesn't make you look terrible. It makes you look like a Superman. No, man. Like, it just makes me like it just like really outs me as like a Superman nut. No, but, no, like, that's fair. That's fair. Like, but I mean, but, not that you guys didn't know that already. It's not like I've ever <laughs> been really subtle about it. Exactly. Right? <laughs> there, there's two things I know about you. You're a Superman fan, and your parents are no, no. Okay. Um, yeah. But like the point is like, yeah, I think I think everyone points to that part of me that's like, yes, I absolutely love the Christopher Reeve movie. I can quote it end to end. I know I if I if I watch it another hundred times, I could probably quote the four hour extended version end to end. Right. right. I know it really well. Yeah. Um, it's part it is part of my pr- fundamental personality. But the thing is, it's not just the Christopher Reeve Superman. I I based like my idea of Superman on it's, it's it's the comics I've read in 1989, mm-hmm. 32 years of reading comics. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are there is a there is like this yeah this is just alt version of, of Superman. This yeah. fundamental core idea of Superman that you know a lot of yeah yes it's been adapted multiple times over and over and there's different versions but a lot of them really get it. And the only one that really hasn't, and it, you know, it really crushed my heart when I first saw it was the Man of Steel one. Well, was it, it, it tried, but then it it just missed the mark. And then I was I was constantly hoping that they would that there was a reason for this that they were going to go have him go through an arc and then become the guy I want him to be. Right. And it just never materialized. And maybe and the thing is, I kept hoping. And then we got the nightmare scene again, and it just reinforces, especially right. that scene where where. Superman's holding the skeleton of Lois Lane, and it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> they really just want to show that Superman can easily be corrupted and destroy the world, and it's all his fault, and that Batman has to stop him. And it's like, so this is really the narrative you really want to force on me. And it's like, well, what do you, what do you want me to do? I I can't lie and say yeah. I enjoy this. I can't lie and say like this is a like I I will accept that people like it and people are into it, but like I'm never gonna do it. I'm never. You you might as well ask me to like chop I'm my arm off. <laughs> I mean, like, but like, I don't. I, but like, and this isn't anyone here, obviously, because you guys, no, you no. know, we, especially Brent. Like, we, yeah, we disagree on it, but like, we don't go at each other at it. No, but like, especially no, no, talking no, about that, it on the internet is I, fucking impossible because people just like, oh, you don't understand, and they, they throw stuff at you, and it's like. What do you want me to tell you? Like, oh, you've changed my mind? Oh, oh, you you changed my heart on Zack Snyder's ideas of superheroes? What this, do you want I, me to say? This this goes back to my Superman thesis at the beginning of the BVS comic timing episode, which we'll is still one of the most epic things you've ever was, put on so on podcasts, Brent. It is oh, really boy. really good. Jamal just yeah. proved it. Yeah. Uh, yes, there's a Gestalt version of Superman. He put the words into my mouth now that I couldn't form four years ago. Um, <laughs> There is a Gestalt version, and that's the most popular most popular version. Yeah, and I think Zack Snyder wanted to move away from that because Superman Returns failed, and they that went in the direction of that, where the you know uh, failed in terms of box office popularity, right. reception, whatever. I saw so, that movie fourteen times. Let's in the go in the 
that you were the only one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Opposite You're, direction. I know. Let's go in the opposite I, direction. I continue to point Donner. out. I continue to point out that it took until the fourteenth time for you to dislike that movie. Yes. Like, no, it didn't. Wow. You're lying. No, because it took it took a long time after that. I know. So, I, know. Yeah, I, I think that. they went. Let's go in the opposite direction, and then what's the most interesting story we can tell in that direction? Injustice. And that ultimately ended up being the injustice version. Yeah. This Zack Snyder see, version. I where like Superman the turns version. bad. I like the story of injustice. I just don't. You just, I don't know. Like, you, you just don't want it to be. You don't want it to be your main Justice League version. Right? Can, 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 yeah, can I understand? Like, like, that that injustice version of Superman, though, goes like if you start if you read the comic book, it goes from like it's still it's a big turn, and yeah. it still doesn't really make that whole sense where he ends right. up. Like they try and justify it, but. And it's a fun read to read. I would recommend it to anyone who's a fan of that yeah, I like idea. It. I own it. It's fun to read, but it still does, as a Superman fan, it still doesn't make 100% sense why he would go all the way he goes over there. Hold on, 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 hold on. Donovan, Donovan's next. Yeah, yeah, one second. Donovan, go ahead. Uh, I, this is what I kind of came here to talk about more so than like the movie, just whatever the, whatever the movie this is the most effusive we on this panel are talking about like this movie in a critical sense because everybody out there is like this is definitive. Yeah. And for for Raph and Jamal as Superman, for me it's Batman. Of course, that's more for BBS in this film. But there are people who are just like it's not that they like it. It's like this it's what it always has been and should be. And that cognitive dissonance is hard to stomach. I remember there was a promotion for this film like a couple weeks ago where it was like, you would have thought that like people thought that Zack Snyder created Batman. He's like, he's like, you know, <laughs> oh my God. He's getting like erotic asphyxiation from his mother's pearls. Zack Snyder understands him so much. Donovan, like, how dare you question their edgelord and savior, <laughs> Zack Snyder? <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, ZES does not appreciate this, okay? I just spoke to him. There, there's the still people is, who think Bob Kane's the only one that curated Batman. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the the, the great point made in this is that, like, there's that whole scene where Superman is going to the fortress to regain a costume, and you hear Jor-El and Jonathan Kent talking about what he can do. He's going to find his purpose. He can be an inspiration. All the things he can do, he, he can bring the human race up. He can inspire people. Where'd they get that, Jonathan Kent? Because that was not who he was in Man of Steel and BBS on the mountain. What he ends up doing is just grounding and pounding Steppenwolf. And it's like, okay, yeah, he's powerful. But it's like they're talking about him being like a character, but they're utilizing him as like an inanimate object almost. And when when people say, and that's Superman, it's like, it doesn't feel like, I don't really, I've kind of had it with the whole like, you know, it's fine if you like it. I can't respect that anymore because the arguments just are too, are too unsound because it's not so much like a difference of opinion or a preference of aversion. It's like retconning history in terms of like, no, this is obviously what, you know, Siegel and Schuster intended. And that's increasingly been like, because that's, that's how we get release the Snyder Cut. That's how we get restore the Snyderverse because people are arguing that this, that this is, is like, biblical like 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 characterization from from start to stern and i think that you know the movie itself is not as big as the movement and Mm -hmm. the movement i think is a genuine like a like a kind of a blood red question mark in terms of like comic media fandom because we're at at an impasse here but we're like 
I don't, I can't say for certain, for certain that this is it because we're experiencing this toxic turnaround right now and anything could happen. And if, and if, you know, we, you know, we, we he, he gave us a movie where like Superman, like, you know, destroys Metropolis and like Batman says, I'll fucking kill you. Like there's, there, there's no limits. Didn't he want like Lois Lane to give birth to Bruce Wayne's child in some, yes, some draft? Like, oh, yes. like, that was like, parts like, two and part three. The odds of that not happening are far slimmer than they used to be, like 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 three years ago. And I feel as though you can say, well, you know, these are fictional characters. It doesn't matter that much. Everybody has a different version. But I think that like that's not that's not making the discourse any easier. And I and I, and I and I feel as, as I feel as though that like it's not even a, a question of like feeling secure in which version that you like. Because I'm secure in the version I like. Right. It's a question of how do how are we engaging with this community. Which has dug its heels so deeply, like like super deeply, into into combating for Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's DC universe because that's it's not it's not oh I I don't like this comic but I like this comic it's like Zack Snyder versus versus, versus fandom. So here's from that though. So, I, I think you'll get ahead. away from that as time goes on. Now that this thing is out, we can take a deep breath and the diehards will die off. <laughs> no. And the super diehards. That's not how it works. We'll still do the restore the airverse, but they're not in control anymore. You know what? Since there's nothing for them to talk about, Hold the storyboards on. are out there. You've got the whole story. Brent, if nah. you want to experience it that way, well, nah. no, it, it, it will go away. No, no. It will go away. I've got I hope rant. you're right. I well, hope you're right. Well, well, Zack Snyder know, turned on those trolls on Geeks and Gamers, so what are they going to talk about anymore? Well, it'll die. You have that, and then you also have the. And Sarnoff from Warner Media basically say we are not doing any more. Yeah, not, yeah. It's and not going to be cut in suicide. That was my favorite part. The morning. That was my favorite part. Yeah, that was they my. Did that interview last week and yeah. timed it to release on the Monday yep. after. Everybody <laughs> watched and got their hopes up. They're like, would not release the That's what? Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. That was Kill my your dreams and die. Absolutely, my favorite part was you know you know will you release the air cut? No, 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 we will not. <laughs> that is no, no, not no. a thing that's happening. That's not going to no, no. happen. But what's the quote on, on, on no matter multiverses will this ever be made? I'm like, oh, that's that's fucking that's exactly. Fine. <laughs> but let, let me let me go back for a minute. Um, going on what Donovan was saying, and and also what what, what was what, what Raph was saying, and to a point what Jamal was saying. My main issue with Superman in this version, and even in the even in the Whedon version, to a point. Superman is the Hulk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Superman still yes. had more to do in the Whedon version. I enjoyed yeah. him more in the Whedon he version. That's like true. Here. That's he true. His one-liners. His one-liners yeah. were actually really good in the Whedon verse. Right. But, or- but, but here in this version, all he is is muscle. That's mm-hmm. literally all he is. And like, it's like, it's I, like Batman's rabid dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I appreciate the fact that he's brought back for the Steppenwolf fight, but at the same time, that's also a detriment because like right. – I hated the Russian shit in in the Whedon version, but at least gave at least it gave him something separate to do. You know, at least like, he was saving people. Exactly, at least he was saving people. Like, 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 let's, let's then, then he's just get part into of the, the fight. Physics of him lifting an entire apartment building. Oh, I know. And he really got a sense. He's bioelectric field. Shut up, Raph. You know about tomorrow. Shut up, Raph. Shut up. Yeah, the weight but, of the ends of the building alone would have crushed it. So his, the only thing he would have held up is that little bitty piece. Hold on. His hold bioelectric on. aura can extend from his body, guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? But but that's just it. He was he was. He was literally brought back for the end game in this fucking movie. 
Like, he had no other purpose in this movie other than to be rah-rah, I fight Gur arg To be well, fair, the, the purpose, most of the Avengers got brought back for Endgame 2, so... Yeah. Well, <laughs> the purpose in his Justice League are. arc, though, is for Superman to go bad. Yeah. So, like, if, if you read those storyboards, as weird as they are, yeah. and it's like, huh? Like, the, the whole purpose oh. of Superman in this whole arc is for him to die... Return, yeah, and go bad. Okay, that's it. So yeah, rap is right. So like, hold on, like, he's 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 so mentally, he's so mentally like like weak as a character in these films. It's like, and and I'm, Henry Cavill can't cry for shit. So it's like, <laughs> oh no, you killed. He does a lot Wayne, of like dark side son, and it's like, are, are we with this character? Or are we watching this character when he comes back? Are we with him? Are we just like like standing at a distance? Watching it happen, are, are we like, yeah, Clark, go get him? Are we like, oh, Superman's here? I, I, what's our relation to him as a character in yeah, these films? See, so, uh, I, so I, I think the conceit of Superman in most of these films now is that he is the unstoppable force versus the immovable object, mm-hmm. and it, he's the guy like 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 Rab said, he's the guy that you put in front of you put in front of the big bad to hold off the hold off everything, and, I, and it works in some context. It works kind of here, but you don't. You miss out. You miss out on the human, the human aspect of, of the character. But to 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 Brent's conceit about the character, about moving the pendulum to the opposite direction from uh, uh, from uh, idiot's version uh, in um, in Superman Returns, that idea only works when you have a basis for the character to work off of if your character superman is just one bad day can make me evil and you don't work on that human aspect of the character it it falls hollow and i think like the problem like the problem i see with the movie is like he, he doesn't like I, I like the version of injustice lee because he was a little bit more human yeah it it was you know, quippy and all that stuff. But it gave personality to the character that was missing from Man of Steel. Like he was, you know, relating to other characters. He was talking to other characters in a way that made sense. You know, even though that scene tacked on at the very end, like with him racing the Flash, was just, you know, whatever. It still showed a side of Superman that we hadn't seen before. And that kind of mm-hmm. reminisced reminisced me about you know, like Justice League or Superman or Superman the animated series, right? So when you don't have that basis for that character of, you know, I- I'm I'm going to stand up for something, it, it it just doesn't work for this movie. And it it the whole thing about his arc in this movie is that he finds out he he, he finds his human side. It's a human side he never fucking had before though. Because he was always told, you know, by his by his by his birth father, you know, it's okay if you don't if you don't save anybody. It's okay if you let them die. And it that's not the character, at least down to his, at least in my opinion, to the to the core conceit of him. Be their hero, Clark. Be their Miami. Be their legend. And that, be that, all of it. That or none of it. <laughs> and in that voiceover, yeah. also, where it's like, you know, it's Jorel who always was the person saying, "You can, you can be better. You can be, you can lead them to, you can be something they can aspire to." Were and paired up with the, um, I guess it, it's is it new voice? Is it new dubbing now? Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of those lines were said in Man of Steel. I don't yeah, remember right. them. So it, yeah, yeah. It was a, that was a different Jonathan Kent. That was Jonathan yeah. Kent from Earth Three. If, 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 <laughs> if, if, if they were if they were in Man of Steel, they were they were on the cutting room floor because I, right. I definitely do not remember that from that. 
Right, and exactly. So it, that version of Jonathan Kent, who's saying, you know, be the hero, makes no sense with this man, with this man in silver versus Superman. It, it, it just, it's telling. It's, incongru- it's incongruous. It's in, yeah, it's, in, it's, it's, it's incongruous, and it's telling you how to feel, and not not giving the reason or not showing you how to feel. And that's my my biggest thing right there. There's it sounds of, right, but it doesn't track. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of telling you. It like you. It is revisionist history the way that mm-hmm. this movie in in and of itself is revisionist history because like this is this movie a hundred percent is a what if yes you know this is a a what if Zack Snyder had been allowed by DC by Warner Brothers to continue his story you know like the the setup for Dark Side is a perfect example of that because like what if there had been a Justice League Part Two. You know, what if there had been a a setup that was going to lead to this, that we were going to get to? You know, what if Superman had been given the opportunity to get a Man of Steel 2, which doesn't even seem like that's going to wind up happening anytime soon? Um, no, you know, like, like, I, I think this is, I honestly feel like this is probably going to be Henry Cavill's swan song. Probably, yeah. Superman. Yeah, yeah, more than likely, yeah. Because, I mean, like, he's talked about wanting to do more, but, like, I don't really see that happening at this he's point. He's too busy at this yeah. point. He's got yeah. Apparently it's yeah. Yeah. Jordan and Ta-Nehisi Coates coming in now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, why not? So, I, I wanted to chime in on, I mean, building on what Brandon said and sure. what Raf said and you know, kind of what I was saying before. It's okay, Jamal. I don't. I don't mind that you interrupted me because you're an intelligent, <laughs> right? Even being who has a lot to say about Superman. But um, thinking about the politics thing, um, so like, yeah, you talk about how like they try to make they they went to the opposite end with Superman and how he's like super dark. And I said it's part of this trend where everything has to be dark because being hopeful and bright is kind of like a fool's game. But that also kind of reflects the political reality we exist in right Right. it's not a coincidence that a lot of the people who are like release the snyder cut are conservatives are maga you know Mm, right you know just they go full on into that and and superman is at a weird juncture in that because superman is is a liberal hero he is very bright and sunny and everything these people don't advocate but at the same time, he's always been representative of, like, America. I mean, you might remember after Superman Returns, people were flipping out because, uh, you know, uh, Brian Singer was like, yeah, I wasn't going to mention the American way. And, you know, <laughs> but I think that's, like, the cognitive dissonance there. It's like, well, this guy is supposed to represent America, but he also has all these hippie liberal believings. And so, like, it's kind of trying to take that idea of America and, like, twist it and i mean that's the, the right show. they can't they can't like concede the idea to that, that that it's not for them or that you know there might be people that fundamentally disagree with them yeah. so we end up with stuff like Zack snyder too i don't even think Zack snyder is really like a conservative or anything no but it's not i do think he's bought into that cynicism that has permeated media you know like more and more every passing year no he, he he's right my rate my makes right for him he's, he's all about the power that's why one woman kills those guys that's why like all superman does is hit things it's 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 not really i mean it is political but it's not intentionally political it's he's, like aesthetic and and like you know like visceral for him right he, he's postmodern without having gone through the actual modern phase oh yeah right. no he he's he's randian and, and mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you know that yeah. that that in and of itself is, you know, Probably he not. is he is bleak, but he is not necessarily conservative. 
which it's, which, it's which in the Venn diagram. Yes, basically, definitely, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, you can see that you know throughout throughout what's happened here. And frankly, one character that we haven't brought up yet that I have to bring up, Lois Lane, mm-hmm. is it is a perfect example of that because. I brought up in our Justice League episode that that I I actually really enjoyed, you know, Lois Lane and Man of Steel. I felt like she was a strong a strong character, a strong female character that was given a lot a lot to do outside of men. I th- I feel like you need to be slapped for using such an overused hackney phrase. Oh, I know, there. I know, but yeah. and, and yet it actually kind of works with her character. Um, with Batman v Superman, she was a lot more about Superman. And a lot was about herself, you know. Like, yeah, sure, there was that, that whole bullets, uh, you know, you know, subplot, and her trying to figure out, you know, where that came from and what have you, and like, you know, the death of of Jimmy Olsen and shit like that. But that was all a, you know, a ploy to get Superman out there and stuff like that. So, like, she was a, a lot, a lot more the damsel in, in in distress. And here we are in Justice League, where this is her story plot. She is the woman in mourning. And that is it. Yeah, possibly, possibly pregnant. Yes, possibly pregnant. We we don't get there, but but you know, possibly. Um, but she, you know, she she goes to the site of the memorial every day and hands the cop a coffee. You know, which is cool and all. You know, good for that cop for getting a coffee. But at the same time, she is not allowing herself to move on as a human being because she's so lost in her grief and to me that does not read as Lois Lane but she's pregnant but we don't actually know that dude like like that's not she never openly says it exactly she does not say that and like Bruce says congratulations and there's that huge pregnancy test box in her nightstand three second that three second cut on that pregnancy test I'll be honest, with the four-hour cut, I completely missed that. Oh, God. It was... <laughs> yeah, it's there. You're, like, staring at it. It's, like, called uh, Force Majeure Yeah, I know. Something. I'm like, what the hell type of name is that for? Right, but 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 also, Why like... Why was it near the toilet? And then, and then, and then Batman, at the end, Batman's walking after he says, I bought the bank. How did you get your house back? He goes, he whispers, like, under his breath. He's like, congratulations, yeah. by the way. And then hard cut to the next thing. Yeah. And it's like, congratulations on what? I still want to know how and when you see Martha, she comes into Lois Lane. It's Martha, right? It's Why? really Why did you uh, say that name? <laughs> God damn it, Raph. Martha! Why why would you say that name? At why all? would you say that? She comes into Lois Lane and it's like, "We need you, Lois Lane." blah blah blah. It's really Marshall Manhunter. The next scene that Lois and Martha see each other, you, there's nothing where like Lois is like, "You know, as as Superman's off in the cornfield and they're picking out a shirt for him to wear, she's like, you know, I really appreciated that visit you gave me last week. And she's like, I didn't visit you. No. <laughs> yeah, wait, what the fuck? Why? Like, I, I get, come up at all? Like, I, I get why they wanted to show Marshman on her early on, because put it in the coda. But it undercuts that scene so goddamn much. It really does. It really does. And, like, it, 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 it made more sense as Martha. Clearly, it was filmed as Martha. Mm-hmm. You know, like like it, it's not like it's not like they, you know, they went afterwards and were, were like, you know, let's get let's get, you know, Martha Kent's actress back and make that shit happen. Like, no, 
they they clearly filmed it as Martha, and then afterwards were like, let's let's have the the reshoots make it be Martian Manhunter, and it just undercuts a lot of the drama, and you know the the character growth that could have potentially be happening there because like, okay, Martha Kent clearly you know grieving grieving mother you know we get that you know grieving not quite wife as well Mm -hmm. you know like she she is there to basically tell lois knock this shit off you have a life to live you know you are a star reporter yes exactly stop your surprise winning reporter thank you stop your bullshit and go be the reporter that you are and then, mind you, then her, you know, lost love comes back to life, and then, you know, that all gets, you know, sideswiped. But right. you know, yeah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's that's not feminist speak or or writing. That's just a, a plot point to get her to inspire Superman to stop wanting to kick everyone's ass. She's the key to bring him out of his like, you know, his robot man pain. It's not right. like you know, Lois Lane. You have more to live. Yeah, and that is to be at this place at this time and and not and get him back to his senses and then never appear again. And then I, she gets Donovan, the ultimate fridge. <laughs> Donovan's, yeah, they made a big point in the last movie. Lois Lane is the key. Lois Lane is the key. Yeah. In the Whedon cut, Batman remembers this part of his fucking nightmare <laughs> and brings, make sure Lois Lane is at that resurrection scene in the park. Yeah. This movie is like, nope, she's just bringing oh, coffee no. to the guy. I mean, I mean, yeah, she was there. She was there in the end. But at the same time, I feel so bad for Amy Adams. She's better than this. So uh, apparently, I mean, I, I mean, apparently, that cop she was bringing coffee to was like Jamie Olsen, and uh, I don't know if it was the yeah, Don Mark, films or yeah, Mark McClure, yeah, something from yeah, from seventy eight. Yep. I mean, I, I always thought she was miscast and like written badly, but like in this film, it could have been David Delaney, and it still would have been just like lousy. Um, I mean, because because like, and it's weird because these are these are meant to be Superman movies ostensibly. Yeah. Like, yeah, DC Universe all that stuff, but she and Martha are like the through line from Man of Steel to Justice League. So, but in Man of feel- Steel, she's basically Basil Exposition, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and, and even in this movie, if you would cut all the lowest scenes, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like so, you know, and, and for that matter, if you would cut all the Superman scenes. That would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I, you th- I think th- they, you can, they you should cut. have cut the Superman is bad plot and made that look like a Joss thing, and you'd you'd have been fine. I was I was actually yeah. okay. He hold goes on. straight to Smallville to visit his mom, who he thinks is there. Yeah. Lois is there. Yeah, he doesn't fight anybody, and yep. then he comes and saves the day. And you'd have been like, hey, that was a somewhat decent Superman. I arc. was super surprised, Brent, that that was not a Joss scene. To be entirely honest with you, like, like, like that, that, that the whole, you know, evil Superman for the sake of it thing, like I swore to God when we watched that the first time around that that was a Joss inclusion and that it was going to not be a part of the central plot of this movie. And well, then if, it was. If I, re- Superman, if I remember, Snyder always wanted Superman to fight the other heroes. That was always going to be a Snyder thing. I, I, I predicted that before Just Lee yeah. even came out. But yeah. wasn't the original idea behind that? or at least when they were planning it as a trilogy of films, was that Superman was being controlled by Darkseid? Yeah. I, yes. I, I, and w- w- which is the case with, you know, like the hand on the shoulder and stuff like that. Right. You know, that, that clearly they were setting up for that. But also, Batman the, uh, sorry, Superman the Animated Series 
did a really excellent job of that in its last two episodes. On right. HBO three, Max, right? Three now. episodes, Legacy, yeah. It, sorry, three yeah, episodes, Legacy. you're right, yes. yes. Uh, On HBO Max, re- if you watch Snyder yep. Cut, you can go watch it right now. Mm-hmm. Yep, remastered and available for you. Yep, really, really well done. Yes, listen to this uh, to its conclusion first, and then go ahead and watch it, or pause it, watch it, and then come back. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but, but either way, like, that was done so beautifully, and this was done so sloppily. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I said that it's Twitter, hard. I, I said on Twitter that if they would have followed the Heath Corson version from Justice League War, I would have been okay with this. Would have been absolutely fine. Yeah. Real quick, back to Lois Lane. Yeah, she's also one of the biggest fundamental problems in all three movies. Yeah, and she betray and her role betrays everything about the comics because of one That's simple true. thing. Yeah. She always refers to him as Clark. That's true. Mm. Always. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. In front of people who don't know who the hell Clark Kent is. <laughs> I can't <laughs> figure out what to call him. Okay. Superman! Hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Kal-El, fact, no, the, no, the no, fact that... Done. The fact Wait, that... It how, be- how does this woman know his name is... Exactly. The fact right. that at the That's end of this movie... Too. It was on the wall in the yeah. Amazon temple. Kal-El will save you. Yeah. The fact that at the end of this movie he's in civilians and he goes ahead and, and rips off his his clothes and he's got the you know the, the 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 black and silver underneath there like how the fuck are you still managing to be in civilians in any way without anybody going that's Superman? Also, what was <laughs> well, we didn't we didn't question. Um, he does not have his glasses on her in her room. Like she has, yeah. she has a picture with her and Superman. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, you know, we don't question him being able to get a job at a major newspaper with no paper trail, no <laughs> degree, all the all. No, <laughs> oh my God. no, no newspaper uh, journal, no journalistic experience whatsoever. Just walks it off the street and suddenly stringing yep. at one of the biggest papers in the country. <laughs> Oh, I know, and and that was my biggest problem with with the earlier movies. That like he just literally just walked in and got a job. Like like what the hell? <laughs> well, right privilege Superman. That's that's burn run, right? in, in the seventy eight version, he he proves himself to Perry, and that's and that's why he partners her with partners him with Lois because Lois is an experienced reporter. Yeah, because he's also he also happens to be the fastest typist he's ever seen. He goes mm. he rattles off everything, but like, he like and he's got a punchy prose style. Yeah, yeah exactly. and, and, and gives yeah, his see, even gives in the campy version, they explain things. But like in like, um, in like, in like move it along. But in like in Lois right. and Clark also, like, yeah. In Lois and Clark, like he he's been around the world, you know, actually right. working as a reporter yeah. for like other places, like the Tanzania Times. I think a little was well. I would, I would just like to reiterate, since, since we're kind of like, you know, oh, but in the, in the Donner movies, this, 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 this. Because I don't have the, the affinity to those films as other other folks do. So, like, when people hear There are very few like, that have it that I do. Well, I'm going to be honest. To this, when people listen to this, they're like, you know, listen to these simps. You know, they're so old men. But, like, at the same time, when they come back with, like, but I am a simpy old man. Is, is true. Like, I, I really, because it feels like they're, they're making it up in terms of, like, you know, how they describe their affinity for Superman in these movies seems like it's like invisible space between the text and the visuals of the films themselves. Because I don't, right. I don't know how people would, would would say you're wrong. He's great, and then point to anything. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that's a point of criticism. I'm saying like you know as a point of like battle preparation for their argument because mm. that's 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 what's going to happen. Yeah. All of us are going to get doxxed because of this because people are going to be really salty that like we're we're spent an hour 
criticizing Zack Snyder, Henry Cavill, right? And they're come up, they're come with receipts that have nothing to say, and I don't understand why this has to be. Well, can I can I talk? I mean, since you're talking about unforeseen circumstances, um, can I comment on the fact that uh, going back to Aquaman for a minute, mm-hmm. um, I would like to thank James Wan. Oh yeah, very very much for taking what this movie presented. Because mind you, he probably had access to the you know to the unreleased scenes, you know. Yeah, he probably did. He, he you know with, with the you know with with everybody involved and decided to himself. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna do what I want, and I'm gonna create a movie that you know in and of itself kind of reminds me a little bit of of uh, of you know the mummy in, in in its production and like a little bit of like stargate and shit like that like right. and i'm going to create something that actually makes sense to me rather than i'm going to follow Zack Snyder to a T and those stupid air bubbles <laughs> you know <laughs> didn't, didn't yeah. actually wind With, up becoming without a thing. the air bubbles you mean the atlanteans talk through echolocation only in dolphin squeaks <laughs> yeah Exactly. Exactly. Playing drums. <laughs> playing drums. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. But also, like Willem Dafoe's hair. Oh yeah. It's another perfect yeah. example. You know this the 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 pointless you know long hair for Willem Dafoe, a guy who has literally never had long hair in any of his movies ever, and yet you decide to put on a fake wig for him for this one because you have to make him look cool or something like that. Um, and Amber Heard's. I mean, yeah, Amber, oh, a, 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 the accent. Oh, God. oh, oh my no. God. What were you trying to do here? You guys not like Amber Heard? I thought she was fine in Aquaman. <laughs> well, I thought she – Yeah, no, I, I thought she was all right in, 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 in Aquaman. She American. Yeah. Brandon, exactly. Brandon are, are, you a, uh, are you a Johnny Depp simp? <laughs> no, but, but here's my thing. Though. That accent, oh, my It's terrible. God. It's like, terrible. What like, do you mean? <laughs> I'm Atlantean. Atlantean Crikey, I'm from Atlantia. Crikey, crikey, crikey. James watched the scenes, went to Amber Heard, and was like, A, you're not doing that stupid accent. (laughs) B, your hair's going to be fucking red. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's like, okay, so I got two notes. Number one, accent gone. Number two, air bubbles fucking out. Mm. Just get rid of them. Oh, also number two. The air were a neat idea, but they are overthinking the whole thing. They are. I like, they are overthinking it because it was like, like I I knew watching just like thinking like this is dumb like did, the, did the Aquaman whole, like, did Aquaman have the eyes in Aquaman? No, he yeah, did. I think he did. No, not not till the very end. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's not what I got on Orm's uh, his great 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 grandfather's suit. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay, because 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 I, I was wondering that the entire freaking time I watched the Snyder Cut, whether or not he had those freaking eyes, because I, like there was it, such he, a such a yeah. cognitive dissonance going on yeah. on that. Yeah. The the other thing I thought was weird about the design of I didn't think about it in the first movie, but I did in this movie because they used the air bubbles more since the scene was longer. Like they used the air bubbles to drop Steppenwolf to the ground. Yeah, and I was I like, that was cool. So was it, it was cool. But I'm thinking about the original design, like, okay, you're going to keep people out of this place, and you're going to post guards around it. Okay, and we're in the ocean, so you assume that anybody coming in here can swim up or down. So we're going to put this thing at the top of a tower 
inside a tower. <laughs> and like, in the ocean, wouldn't this make more sense to drill down and put this thing as deep as you possibly can so that you get more pressure or whatever, and then at least you can stop them from coming back up or right. make it a difficult tr- thing for them to go down? Like, the only way that thing works is if you know that every Atlantean has this air bubble power, and once you swim up and grab it, they can drop you uh, all the way down there. That didn't make any sense to me. Like, you got to be really paying attention 100% hey, of the time. Hey, but Drop the motherfuckers down uh, the well, trench. Well, here, here's, 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 here's what it is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Got him. Got him. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. But yes, the motherfuckers must, must be cool. Because it's... It, it, like in every in every spot, it's on. It's put except for uh, except North, it's put on a fucking pedestal. Why? It's like oh yeah. Well, I mean, Brent, Brent, Brent's a million percent right. I, 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 that's such an obvious point that it's like, okay, Mister explain everything, like air bubbles, and like you know the the, uh, the costume must look realistic, but it's like that, that's a bleeding point, quite frankly. Yeah. Why not put it someplace more secure? Because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look cool, guys. Oh and, man. And it's the only building standing in this Atlantean graveyard. It's like, yeah. where's the mother box? I don't know. Could it be in the building over there? It was. Is it, it in the mother box room? Oh. <laughs> I mean, the, the the Amazons have the same problem, you know. Yeah. Where yes. is it? Oh, it looks like it, it's in that building on the cliff that looks like it's about to fall. I don't and, know. And, and the and the search for the with mother a, box with a hole in the middle of the ceiling that anybody can just jump through. The, the the search for the mother boxes in general. Um, I mean, not only did I mean, I mentioned this back in the, in our Justice League review. Like, I mean, not only is it very Avengers, you know, with, with right. getting the Infinity Stones and what have you, but, um. The fact that we had to, you know, spend an extra, you know, seven minutes on them placing it into the pillar and then having it, you know, register and what have you and then like sink. Um, like a Skype call. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, <laughs> I, 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 it's weird. I got what he was trying to do, but at the same time, it needs editing. More oh, than absolutely. anything so, else, it needs editing. The, the thing that this, they also could have taken out is the anti-life bit. I don't mind him talking about it, but the idea that he... I didn't understand this part. He found the anti... Steppenwolf found the anti-life. And it's this big Omega symbol in wherever the hell he was. But at the same time, we're led to believe that that's the same field that Darkseid first appeared on thousands of years ago. Yeah, and therefore, basically. after Darkseid slammed his big stick to the ground he also found anti-life so wouldn't mm-hmm. dark side remember they didn't know where the mother boxes were after thousands of years where they left them like, like they just get a mind wipe from like, batman in crisis of conscience or something what the fuck it's i it's in <laughs> it's, it's in i lost my key scenario right here and it makes no sense yeah, yeah. like right unless their star charts were magically destroyed like that, yeah. That was always. So they just like, went to a random why? planet and decided to take over, but you know, didn't didn't register where this planet was in the universe or what dimension. There's it like was. four of those Desad witches, but, but like two the of one... them are h- h- tending to Darkseid, who's somehow bleeding out like a stuck yeah. pig. Yeah. After all that, 
Right. Not one oh, of yeah. them thought to be like, "Where's this planet again? We left our hey, mother box." on his GPS, guys. We gotta come back. And, and, okay. mind, the, and the one planet though, where he got his ass handed to him, and they forget it. I'm yeah. Like, okay. My, sure. Mind you, that entire fight scene was actually one of the most, more badass fight scenes in the entire thing. You know, right. like, like the, the whole, the whole. I, yes, it was too long, but it was Lord of the Rings enough for me to actually like really dig it. If that um, scene had been any more homoerotic, it would have been directed by Joel Schumacher. <laughs> it was Leonidas of the Ring. Oh my God! I, Rest in peace. Also, also, I dug the, uh, the you know the Green Lantern ring getting getting you know ripped off the yeah. hand and all that yeah. jazz and, and and flying off like that. That was that was cool. Even though you know poor guy didn't even get a name like he just straight up you know got illawog is dead in that uh flash forward that cyborg has he's like dead on the ground in front of the justice league sign i didn't even notice that yeah it it was tomar moo that's yeah exactly yeah (laughs) all right now you're just making things up (laughs) yeah 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 he's like tomar dude's like second uncle or whatever he's the tomar rukas he's tomar bob yeah yeah oh yeah i went to high school with this with his uh, younger brother tomar steve absolutely absolutely (laughs) all right so we've been we've been talking about this shit for like really really long at this point my my only question is where the fuck do we go from here because like as as a as a DC entity clearly we're done with the cider shit because like you know they've made 100% clear at this point that we're not getting a sequel to this um it means we're probably not going to get a justice league movie for quite some time mm. um we're getting black adam that much we know we're getting right. suicide squad that much we know might not even be associated that much with the air cut, but either way, like, you know, we're getting a se- quote-unquote sequel to Suicide Squad. I think Wonder Woman 3 is locked in, too. Wonder Woman 3 yeah. is locked in. That That's true, too. And, of um, course, the Batman. And the, the, Batman. And, and, the, and the Batman, which is often Earth 4Q or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they, they finished filming that, I think. They, yeah, they, they yeah. did, yes. Yeah, just did. Yeah. So when Flashpoint comes out, Oh God, that's right. We're in a flash movie too. Oh, we're all, we are. all hail our Lord and Savior, Lord <laughs> Vampire Batman. Uh, Listen, that bat symbol is made where we're from going. the gun that killed his parents, guys. It's so oh cool. God, I, I, I'm down for the Batson. Oh uh, no, no, like no, no, symbolic guy, Robert Pattinson. I am actually look, really looking forward yeah. to. Um, I think he's he actually going to do a really good job. That bat symbol gun thing is a theory. I never said that. You know, no, I know. I'm just I'm being. I'm if you being look a, at the clips, it's pretty obvious. It doesn't look like a gun. I don't, I don't see no trigger. I, I like, like the that idea thing. that Kevin Smith. Everything did, else I, is there. <laughs> Kevin Smith did this story in Detective 1000 where Batman melted the gun and yeah. then makes it into the chest plate yeah. you're supposed to fire at because it's got a big fucking bat symbol you can make out. I see, could, I looped around to my point again. I could give a crap <laughs> hey, about hey, the bat Brent, signal. Point, and, man. Oh no, I can I'm give it, I, I can give a, 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 I can give a crap about the bat signal. Jeffrey Wright is Jeffrey is James Gordon. Like enough yeah. said. Jeffrey Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey Gordon. Gordon is Jeffrey. Exactly. Jeffrey. Yeah. As long as the symbol is visibly a bat, that you can tell it's a bat and not just that's be a all big square from far away. It is all we I'm need. good. It's all we I'm need. I'm good because that's yeah. all that bat flex symbol looks like to me is a big square. Can't even see the little tips on there or yeah. down here. It's terrible. They, but, I like the fat bat absolutely right. I like but, the fat bat but, though. But let me let me let me I like the fat bat when you can tell it's a bat. Yes. Let yeah, me agreed. let me bring it back around though. Like with with Flashpoint, 
which is clearly happening in this universe. Right. Um, do we even have a universe after that flashpoint? Like, because clearly, you know, they're bringing in, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman. They're bringing in, you know, uh, you know, Batflack for one last time. And then after that, we might very well just have Michael Keaton Batman along with Flashpoint. Like Michael Keaton doesn't even know if he's going to make it to filming because of coronavirus. So who knows what's going to happen? That is also true. That is also very true. And Billy Crudup is out as Flash's dad. Yeah, yeah Crudup is yeah. out. Yeah, Crudup is out as 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 Flash's dad because he's too no. busy boning Jennifer Aniston on the next season of The Morning Show. <laughs> but should, should we should we just straight up abandon? This the quote unquote Snyderverse as it is. Yes. I think it's yes. done. Dumpster yeah, fire. Let it go. I think yeah. it's done. I think it had. They gave it eight years. I think it's time to let it go. Okay. To quote but my my my, my worry is that like they won't though. Mm. So to talk about an edge lord type story, I'm going to quote another edge lord. Yeah. Mm. Let the past die. <laughs> Kill it if you have yeah, to. <laughs> Just let it go. Yeah. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Listen, you have to speak their language to them in order to get them to understand. Well, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. They sim- didn't like that movie either. No, they they did not. For that matter. <laughs> I'm trolling them. I'm speaking their language. But I'll I'll be I'll be plain and simple with it. Okay, we are at the point now where rebooting just makes sense. Yeah, you know, like like rather than try to like you know keep this you know limping existence going, clearly Zack Snyder is not on good terms with Warner Brothers, and you Are know you for sure. I mean, like they, they, they've been like you know they threw him a bone no. boxing his car like the, like the last couple of weeks. Okay, Donovan, releasing that Dan Sarnoff article today yeah. means that they're done. You're yeah. you're you're not on good terms with the company. And he's already he's already said like. In, in a previous interview, he doesn't want to do anymore. Right. It, well, it's not even that he doesn't want to do anymore, but he also already said when they asked whether they asked him whether or not he was going to do more, and they said, "Well, you know, it looks like their Warner Brothers is moving on." Right. And, you know, I look forward to their vision, which basically said that somebody at AT and T basically sat him down and said, "No, we're not doing any more fucking movies." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're, I, we're, I, this I, is absolutely. It. And 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 you know, and and for that matter, you know, like. When you don't take any money to ensure that you get yeah. full creative control, that says a lot, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. because like clearly he's not going to keep doing that in order to continue to make movies. And if if that was the only way for him to make the Snyder cut the way that he wanted, then yeah, he's out. It, he got it, what he wanted. He got the he got the restoration of his filmmaker cachet. Right. He's got Army of the Dead coming out yep. the exact same year. He's yep. the only one out there doing interviews and promoting mm-hmm. it. You know, like it's Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's not Justice League the director's cut. It's yeah. his name is above the title. He's got, he's got everything he needs. Yeah. He, he needs to go move on. Oh yeah, and, and also and also with Ray, with Ray Fisher dropping out uh, officially, you know, because mm-hmm. like he was going to be in Flashpoint, now he's not. Um, you know, Ezra Miller being essentially the only, you know, person left outside of Gal Gadot. Um, and the Gal- way Wonder Woman 84 performed, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't move forward with her either. They're doing, they're doing a third. 
No, they, they, they've they 100%. No, they're going to wait eight years for Patty Jenkins to do Cleopatra with Angelina Jolie and Gal Gadot and <laughs> Rogue, Rogue One. Squadron. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they they a long time, time. so I don't know. I mean, I mean, all signs point to yes on ju- on on Wonder Woman three. Um, well, I know it was I know it was greenlit already. It was greenlit the day like the movie came out. So it was yeah, yes, yeah. Um, so it's going to happen. Just who knows when? Exactly. I, I I do think that that would be the third and final appearance of Gal Gadot as as Wonder Woman. I I don't think that the like if we get a wonder a, a quote unquote Justice League movie down the line, that's the reboot. You yeah. know, like I, I don't think I, we're getting these I, these characters again. Um, but I I think that's the only way you can go at this point. You know, like I mean, you know, the Snyderverse, it was it was interesting, and that's the way that I will put it. It was interesting it was, to see where we were, where we were going to go. Um, it was an interesting experiment, yeah. Yes, it was an interesting experiment. There are people out there who really enjoyed what they got, right. And more power to them. And there's people out there. I didn't bother to get people who actually really enjoyed it on this call because that's that, I'm 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 clearly lazy. Um, we were trying to keep it a secret, though. Oh, I know, I know that that's true because for all I know, I was in there going, "Shut the hell up!" Yeah, no, we were like. Uh- it- Honestly, Ian, I feel like it's with the climate scientists where 99% of climate scientists believe in climate change, and then there's that 1%. And you are under no obligation to track down that one person that says global warming isn't real. That is fair. That is fair. And and for all I know, you know, again, like, I did not ask people going into this. Like, we went blind. Like, I did not ask people going into this whether or not they enjoyed it. For all, all right. I know, Brent loved it. And oh, well, and, we just said on this months ago. We, Oh, I know. We I did. Know. I, I purposefully said, we're watching, we all knew we were watching it, and oh, I yeah. said, let's schedule the time so yep. we can get this you know, in the bag, and yep. who do we want on it? Exactly. And it was like everybody that's ever been in a conversation on comic timing about yep. BVS yep. and Man of Steel, yep. and here the seven of us are. Exactly. And, Unite oh, the seven! Unite, Unite the seven! We did it! Yes! Yes! Oh, my God. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Was it about us the whole time? It you didn't was. even know Jamal. We you had no seven. idea. Oh my god! It wasn't Martian Manhunter. It was us. It all makes sense. It, it all makes sense. Oh it was my the god! We made along the way. <laughs> oh my god! Je- uh, you know, gentlemen and lady, I believe we are near the end of our fantastic fantastic romp here um, i still got like i got like 50 more points to go through honestly oh i i know you do I and, know. And, and, put them on twitter uh yeah no you, you can put them on on twitter but at the same time we are near our end here so like brandon if there's any other points you want to point out by all means you know what we're good we said them all i my are mostly like nitpicks but like honestly i i i got none we we, we, we shot our bolt okay uh, to 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 quote Chris, I believe. By the way, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just, just just to bring it back around to comic geek speak. Well done. Gotta pay, gotta pay that tax. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you all to rate it out of ten, since we rated Justice League out of ten, uh, even though we forgot to. Um, because like I was I re-listened to that episode. We we rated Thor Ragnarok out of ten, oh, okay. and then completely ignored our rating for 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 Whedon's Justice League. <laughs> um. We were like, let's move on to Doomsday Clock. I, I, exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But I, I would, I would give Whedon's Justice League a five out of ten, 
and I would actually give this one a six out of ten. I, I agree. I, I, I think I that it yeah, same, it's I pretty close. It exact same rating. Yeah. I would give it the exact same rating. Nice. Um, I I start the show off saying that if, if Whedon's version was a C minus, this is a C plus. I still stick by it. This is at best a seven point seven out of ten. Like Fair not it is the degree of the degree of improvement is marginal at best. Fair enough. Uh, Raf. So I am going back to when I posted about Justice League. It was November 20th. I didn't give a score then. I'm going to say I, because I'm such a simp and such a tool, I think I gave that one a 6.5. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that logically means I have to give this movie a 7 because I did say I objectively enjoyed it more than the first one, right? That's fair. So... Yeah. Uh, it's a seven, but it's a very weak seven. And I, so, like, and I was there, room. and you were there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> like, I, I actually pulled. I actually pulled. Literally, what I said was, without saying too much, because I know not everyone has seen it. Just Sleek feels like two movies mashed together, and I want to see what each movie would have been. Right. I'm legitimately interested in what Zack Snyder originally had in mind. Yeah, and I also would love to have seen what we would have done from scratch. Oh, I've seen it. Um, I think it's. I think it's. A, better than i would have thought three years ago four years ago fair enough but uh it's not and it i think i i still don't like Zack snyder's ideas for superheroes i think i i I would love i would love to know what the people sitting behind us at alamo thought of this because because re-listening to the the episode raf i remember those people that like like freaked out uh at, at at superman's return like whether or not they would have thought you know, it was the same sort of freak out this time around and whether or not they enjoyed it nearly as much. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> they telegraphed that shit so hard. I know, I know. But, but the, you know, then again, like, there's a difference between comic book fans and plebs. You know, like, That's like, true. Like, like, <laughs> like, and then the people that glared holes in me when I laughed when uh, I, the third time I saw Infinity War with you, yep. when everyone died and I was just like, ha, 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 ha. And everyone's looking at me like I'm a psychopath. And I'm just like, no, I've seen this three times already. And I know what's going to happen anyway. They're going to come back. Oh Relax, my guys. God. Uh, Chris, what do you give it out of 10? So, yeah, I had to pull up my letterbox account to see what I gave the, the Justice League. And that was two stars out of five. So that oh, would wow. be a four out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this, I'll bump it up a full star. I think, like I said, the first half, I was totally down with it. And mm-hmm. then they remembered that Superman existed. And it was just all downhill from there. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. And oh my god, the sepia. Oh my god, the sepia. Uh, Brandon. Did you give it already? My bad. Yes. Uh, Don- Donovan. Donovan. Donovan, go ahead. Um, the, 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 the Justice League, I, I, you know, Joss Whedon himself and his predilections aside, I just can't bring myself to hate that film. Like, everyone's really ragging on it now. It's not a great movie, but like, I gave that probably a six. Yeah. I mean, this one, this is a better version. It is, objectively. Yeah. This still has, like, I, I I, didn't like Wonder Woman in this. Um, I mean, she looked cool, but, like, the way that she was Snydered, I didn't like. I hated her music. I hated... Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, that. Um, Sorry. All the music was Aquaman, I didn't like, you know, but mm. whether it was, like, the women or, like, that song where you slow motion walking towards, like, the, the docks, like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Icky um, Thump worked a lot better in Justice League than whatever the hell he picked in this movie. That that that's interesting. Yeah, that was a badass that, needle drop. Yeah, so Thump. pretentious, so cheesy, completely uh, I, different. I, I didn't like that. 
Um, I did like a flash and I and cyborg and it did get better uh to the end. So like I, it was all right. All right, not good, not bad, all right. I would give it a seven. Fair enough. And uh Brent. So if Justice League was a six, mm-hmm. for me this movie is a two. Because I cannot damn. say that this is a better film at all because I don't consider this a film. Holy shit. You, can't, you guys all said you were sitting here in this four-hour cut and bored at times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to say a film is better, then I want to be able to say that I sat through a four-hour film and mm-hmm. didn't notice its length. Yeah. can't say that for this movie. Yeah. There are scenes I liked better in this movie as scenes, but as a whole – this thing is way out of whack. So I, I cannot in good faith recommend this to anybody over the Justice League just because I feel like I'm going to waste two hours extra of their life on this version versus the other one. I will say I will say one final thing about this, um, it, and that is um, I, had, I had Martha watch Batman, Batman v Superman for the first time, uh, the ultimate cut. Before we watch this, um, and she actually enjoyed it. She enjoyed it for the most part. She had never seen the the original, she, but she thought it was you know a little bit too long. And then she watched Justice League and fell asleep twice. Um, and you know that 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 says a lot about you know just how long the Snyder Cut was. But mm-hmm. she still enjoyed it a, a lot of it. You know, like a decent amount of it. Yeah, she and, woke up for the good parts. Exactly, she woke up for the good parts. But I, I, I think that this movie, I'm glad that it that it does exist, just so we could see what if. Well, film schools are going to have so much fun with this idea. A hundred percent. Oh my god! Go edit yep. your little heart outs, you nerds. And I, that's I, what they're going to do to it. Oh, I and one it. thing I will say, we Ooh, did not compliment. If I want to compliment Joss Whedon, I will compliment him on this. I liked his Zack Snyder opening scene a whole lot better than anything Zack Snyder did in this. See, the one thing I don't like about it I is tried. the fact the funeral, the slow mo, the yeah. knocking over with the newspapers and the London. See, I thought that would have been a Snyder thing. I was sworn. I, yeah, I thought it was Snyder, but it was jo- it was all Joss, and I'm I got to hand it to him. He did a lot better than uh, Snyder did in this. That one, that, that one part. was good, but the the pre scene. The the you know the uh, the the bloggers or the podcasters you know interviewing and then the interviewing the, you know yeah. mustacheless Superman that that that's that the was, worst he looks in that film yeah that was shit and then also the uh, the Batman on the roof with the with the villain uh, you know him <laughs> establishing fear. him establishing that he already knows that there's an alien invasion I actually prefer him not knowing that there's an alien invasion. Right. In in the in the Snyder cut, that actually like was the w- one of the few benefits for that. Yes, for until me. Diana jumps down into the well of souls wearing stiletto heels. And oh, yes. uh, 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 oh, you exactly. Mean, uh, you, mean, you, you mean Diana Prince Tomb Raider? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but also, I I cannot wait. I cannot wait for fans to make their own cuts of this movie. Because oh, yeah. because oh, you God, think I'm going to do it because well, you know what's going to happen because Raph has seen and Chris has seen Superman redeemed, you know the 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 version the version of Superman three and four that is combined into one cut, 
You know that that is that is a thing is that exists. Is this really a thing? I will yeah, I, I will send you the sparkle I, nails. I will send you the file, Jamal. I, okay. I, I I have the file. It is it is a fan cut that combines Superman three and four with the intro of Superman two with the uh, you know with the uh, explosion and what have you mm. as the as the catalyst to try to like combine it into something that matters. Um, okay. This is, I guarantee you, there are going to be fan edits out the wazoo, combining both the Whedon cut and the Snyder cut into one cohesive unit. Um, Here's the idea just cut an hour out, just cut one goddamn hour of the entire movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Four hours of this shit, maybe three hours are, are what matters. That's it. You know? And, and you can make it work, and, and it would actually be something. But. It is, I would it, 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 grace, and I would Topher Grace is recutting it as we speak. And I, would even, <laughs> I would even say, okay, look, I, 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 didn't, I would even say three and a half. If you want to just keep a lot of the other stuff in, yeah, mm-hmm. fine, yeah, four hours. It's probably shorter if you cut out the slow mo. The slow mo is like, like 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 minutes long. Yeah, like the slow mo, the the awkward long takes and long glances mm-hmm. toward at, at the end of scenes. Uh, just cut out the fat. That's really, all you really have to do, and it, it's. It would be a tighter film. And oh, it would yeah. just works so much better. Absolutely. But but he wasn't given the money to do that. Or he just frankly didn't care because he was told he could just do what he wants with it. And I still maintain he didn't do a single day of work on editing on this, this film. This film is yeah. so masturbatory. It's not even funny. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I want to oh, come yeah, up totally. to Tennessee I'm a, I'm, when theaters open up back up and we can do it safely. I want to come up to Tennessee and go find a slow-mo uh, movie and – Watch just watch Donovan have allergic reactions to slow mo. <laughs> but but I want to I want to I want to make a hundred. You'll be the final people who see me alive. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a hundred percent clear though, the the one thing that works super well in this movie more than anything else is the the sign for suicide prevention, and that's something that you should very much keep in mind because you know yes that is the reason that Zack Snyder left this movie. Is that unfortunately, you know, his his his, his adopted daughter, you know, com- committed suicide, and that is one of the main reasons why he, he left this project. And I think that the fact that he took zero money for this um, and is donating as much as he can to suicide prevention really means a lot. Um, I should also point out because um, I did see this, and and I know you love the, the Hallelujah song in this, but apparently that was his daughter's favorite song. Oh, yeah, when actually, I, when, I, when I heard that, I'm, I'm like, oh, great. Am I the asshole now? <laughs> yeah, actually, a lot of the a lot of the like music, I think, was some of his daughter's favorite music, like the, the, the actual songs that were used. Yeah. So I will say that's the nicest thing I can say is that I'm glad this however you feel about the, the universe or the movie. I'm glad he got to do this. Yeah. And get some form of closure and to dedicate this work to his daughter, because you know, sometimes you need to do that, especially when you're, you know, if you're a cre- creative person, you need to work your grief out somehow. I mean, I was, I mean, I could make a Jeff Loeb reference. I'm not going to, um, cause it, but I mean, yeah. Why did you say like, that name? I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm glad, like, I know Jeff Loeb's work kind of suffered, but I'm glad Jeff created Sam Alexander because that helped him work through his grief. And if Zach, you know, if Zach gets the closure he needs from, you know, this, this Snyder cut, Cool. Good for him. You know, if if there's if there's only one person that gets anything out of this entire movie, if the whole world hates it and he gets closure, I'm happy. Yeah. I don't care. I don't yeah. care that I don't 
I don't care about it. You know, my personal feelings aside, I don't care. It's it, I'm glad he has that. At least. Oh, sure. Ab- yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I mean, and I mean, like, you know, circumstances suck, you know, and especially in situations like this. I mean, like Joss Whedon would not have been on this movie had things turned out differently. Um, and, and I mean, you know, there the the what if of the Snyder cut would not have happened had Zack Snyder's life turned out differently. And, you know, we can't we can't stop that from happening. You know, it was in a very unfortunate event and, you know, life turned out the way it did. But I am still glad that this exists in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um the other and thing let us never talk about it again. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to. And that and that's just it. and that's just it. Now that it has been released, and now that Zack Snyder got to do what he wanted to do, I don't ever want to watch this movie again. Exactly. And I want to move on. And I hope that as a society, we, 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 can, we can move on and get new DC, you know, DC movies um, and, and figure this out. That's, that's really all, all I can say. Um, because we're not getting more of the Snyderverse. I mean, I could knock on wood right now because for all I freaking know, you know, two years from now, they'll change their mind. But I think we're done with this chapter and that's fine. And yet this has to be the most, I don't want to say negative. I don't think we're negative, although we were negative. The most critical review of this film on the internet. I maintain that like, for whatever reason, we were, I feel that like everyone is like correct. Yeah. I agree with all the points, but for whatever reason, we are a, we are a strong minority because even people who were like us five years ago really love this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I'll say that. I'll say that. Oh yeah. Well, and I guarantee you that, you know, once we reach a comic talk on, on, you know, comic geek speak that the other, you know, members of the comic geek speak cast will probably like this a lot more than I did. And that's, you know, that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's just that it's it's going to hit you a different way if you're looking for you know certain expectations, and it's just not it's just not at all what we're really reaching. And yes, Brent Brent points out on his That's on his on his wild. phone there seventy three percent on the tomato meter, ninety six percent on audio score, score versus the forty percent that Joss Whedon's Justice League got. And I think seventy three percent on the on the tomato beater. I think how, also that how much of that, and I question that because how much of that? No, no, no. I'm not questioning the the scores. I know the oh, no. scores, but I'm questioning whether they're judging it as a movie in itself or they're comparing it to the previous version. Because I feel oh, like if, a lot. If you guys of, were yeah. judging this as a movie, you'd be looking at it next to, uh, you know, like. Blade Runner, Kingdom of Heaven extended cut is is a four hour movie. That's right. a good four hour movie. Yeah, and that's, that's another yeah. version that is completely different movie than the theatrical cut, Kingdom of Heaven by Ridley Scott. I encourage you to go watch the director's cut. Yeah. yeah, Lord of the Rings, yeah. Return of the King. I talked about this in my BK's Bullets review. Is that that's a four hour movie in the theaters, out of the theaters, but it earns its coda because you've spent ten hours with them on the other two films. Right, and they're still they're moving the story along as each one goes whereas this one was four hours and you couldn't get to the story until superman came back right three hours in right <laughs> yeah it's just it's 
it's, it's a, it really is a difference between, you know, time given more than anything else. You know, I mean, like, you know, those those movies had the time to do that. Mind you, I still hate the codas in Lord of the Rings. You know, I, I, I still I still wish that they had not gone on for like the you know, what seemed like 45 minutes after the fact, but... Oh, yeah, the fake endings? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the fake endings, the fake but... Outs? Yeah. But they yeah. had earned that. Him addressing everybody by name in slow motion is actually pretty funny. <laughs> Gimli! <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> at, at, at the same time, though, at least this one listed it as epilogue, you know? Mm. Like, you can stop watching the movie at that point if you really want to. Yeah, they didn't have shit to do with anything. <laughs> I know. Yeah. This was more Battle of Five Armies than it was Return of the King. Yeah. That's what I have to say about it. Ooh, Fair that's, ooh that's, that's hurtful. I mean, you're not wrong, but... I, yeah. I rated it. That's <laughs> where I, I feel. <laughs> All right, guys. I think this is just about it. Um, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go ahead and throw out there a thank you to you know everybody who you know sat through this because I, I guarantee you that there are a bunch of people in this audience that do not agree with our, with our review here. Of the movie, we'll probably do a whole episode responding to them. <laughs> yeah, essentially, um, and and you know, you're again, you're more than welcome to feel you know the way you feel about it. Um, I just kind of knew this was happening, and uh, you can go ahead and listen to Daryl Taylor's review of it if you really want like a positive review, because I guarantee you that's probably a lot more positive than what we gave here. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> Daryl's gonna even listen to it. And I can already, I can already yeah, he, I, I know he loves the Snyderverse, so yeah. he he does. Yes, yes, Which, but he, you know, good for him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I have no problem with that whatsoever, and I I I, I need to like drill that down. I have no problem with anybody liking the Snyderverse. It's just not do, our bag. But- <laughs> well, yeah. That, that, I'm not that's, doing anything about it. That's fair. I don't, but that's because I don't want my Twitter mentions to blow up every time I mention it. Oh, so. come, at, right. come at me, please. <laughs> I'm done. But 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 also at is the I, same I time, like, just give it to me. I'll eat it up with a <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mind people liking what they like. I just don't mind you. I, 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 what I mind is the extremism, and right. and and that yeah, and that's, that's and problem. that's its own. That's its own bag. But uh, yeah. I think we Definitely. can pretty much end things here at this point. Um, and thank people. You know, those of you who have been listening in comic timing in one form or another for you know for fifteen years. You know, that's that's amazing. You know, the fact that we've You're lasted welcome. as long as we have. Yes, the fact that you've listened to Raph say my parents are dead like 95 times is, 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 you know, more than enough for anybody. But uh, what, what just... do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? It's great. It's what Batman said. This is raison d'etre. It's great. It's His great. parents are dead. It's great. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, in, in general, thank you guys so much for, for listening to us and for listening through this. And, uh, you know. Uh, here's for many, many more years of this in one form or another. I'm sure at least one episode will come out per year. So that that much is that much is <laughs> I'll guaranteed. Make sure of that damn it. Oh, I I know you Brent's will. Brent's got it. Because you because you because you're on my ass about it, and that's what matters. I'm the, the I'm the one ragging you in the comic <laughs> in the comic geek speak group every single time. There's a new episode. I'm like, exactly. What about me? What about me? What about Raven? Um, what about your original love? <laughs> <laughs> what about Blue Diamond? But uh, let, let's make sure everybody gets their plugs before we before we wrap things up here. Uh, uh, Brent, we will start with you because you are the co-host, and that's what matters the most. Uh, you can follow my regular musings three to four times a week, as I'm advertising right now, on my YouTube channel, BK's Bullets. Go like, comment, share, subscribe, all that stuff over there. Fantastic. Uh, Raph, where, they, where can they find you? Um, I was pretending to be a streamer for a while there. So um, 
That's at twitch.tv slash Raph does stuff. I mostly game. Sometimes I'll talk about stuff, but I don't because I because the game, the AAA titles don't really work well on the laptop that gets too hot. So I get CPU throttling, so I can't stream. Uh, find me on Twitter. Raph does stuff. Fair enough. Come, Fair come enough. bitch at me about Snyder Cut. We'll talk. It's that, cool. That'll, that'll do. That'll do. Uh, Chris, where, where, where can they find you? I mean, yeah, I mean, just Twitter, obviously, I'm at Lampane or at Chris Nautis is the more professional side. I've somehow gotten roped into writing um, the hot takes for all of the Marvel Studios shows on Disney Plus. So, mm. nice. so you know, you can, you can, if you go to Gadget.com, you can see my WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I guess Loki when that finally comes out. Excellent. Uh, Donovan. Uh, I co-host uh, Questions We Don't Have Answers with my buddy Harrison Chute. In fact, like Raph was on there last year. We were talking about the subject was uh, uh, the relevance of Superman or uh, should Superman be relevant, which I thought was a pretty meaty discussion. We had was. also guest starring John Wilson. Um, I am a co- freelance content creator for DC Universe. You can find my writings there, especially um, <clears throat> I wrote a lot of milestone stuff that they've been republishing on Twitter of late. And um, uh, I'm Dono DMG one on Twitter, so you can uh, come and please bring, bring on the smoke. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you, you can uh, come at me, bro. There. Fantastic, Brandon. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Dabadon D H E D A B B A D O N. I have a on hiatus podcast uh, called Pop Culture Clash with my co-host uh, Ados Baron. Uh, I am also working on something with Dono and Raf in the coming future. If Dino ever gets his shit together and gets on Discord. I can start that up now. He's uh, on Discord. Yeah, we'll do. Just he's get just, uh, shit together. <laughs> he's just got to make a character. Yeah, yeah. shame him publicly. Of course, I get, you got to do it. Um, uh, but other than that, yeah, find me on Twitter. Uh, and if you honestly, I, I enjoy the discourse, and I even enjoy the hate sometimes because I, I need that to survive. Because I'm from Philadelphia, and we eat hate. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. Your bagel suck. All right, and 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 head up. <laughs> and 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 Jamal, where can they find you? Uh you can find me at jamaleigle.com and that will lead you to all other places where I frequent on the Twitterverse. But uh, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook, you're going to have to ask me to join my thieves because it's gotten ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and, 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 and I and I apologize if I'm somehow part of that. That's that that that, that, that that's all I'll say. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, a little bit. On that ride home from Super Show that one year, and we were all talking about how optimistic we were about Man of Steel. Yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> So Such How different times. Those were good times. Those were good times. Over yeah. good almost time. a decade ago now, I think. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It, it it almost is, and time freaking flies. So it does. All right. Uh, I'll just say uh, I am uh, on Twitter. Uh, I underscore am underscore sci fi, uh, and uh, you can find me on Instagram at the same address. And uh, let me see if this music actually works here. There we go. Uh, the email just for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash comic timing. But also you can go ahead and uh, comment on facebook.com uh, slash uh, the uh, Comic Geek Streak Supergroup uh, for, uh, for more information 
and for uh, joining in on the conversation, as this will be indeed be posted there as well. And it'll also be posted at youtube.com slash comicgeekspeak and also youtube.com slash BK's Bullets for that matter. So for everybody on this call, I'm Ian Levisine, reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics. 15 years in, 15 years more. Take care, everybody. But maybe not time for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> maybe about an hour less. <laughs> two, two hours less. Two hours Look, less. Hour, just chop an hour off, guys. Just chop a yeah. fucking hour off. Chop an hour off. I mean, I've got a video editor. I could do it. Oh, <laughs> I dare you. Make, make it happen. Make, the Suhu Cut. We, the we need less. Bring us the Suhu Cut. We need less sweater snipping and slow mo hair tugging. Icelandic singing. Icelandic singing. All right. Have a good night, guys. Not good one night. terrorist was hurt in this recording. Holy shit. <laughs>